two men so fine that in public they often get confused with John Stamos and John Candy. With voices so smooth they could tame even the meanest 48-year-old Kansas Cougar. Your hosts of the Cowboy Mafia Podcast, Anthony Lucia and Brad Narducci. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Cowboy Mafia. Anthony Lucia, of course, with my great co-host from the big sky country, Montana, Brad Narducci. That's what's up right there. The Italian brothers. Big sky country. Together, we make one full Italian. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're both half, so like we're, yeah. not, we're not all the way there, but we're not any less, you know. Together, we would both uh, Together. share. Well, you're, we talked about this. You're Polish, right? No, I'm half Polish. Half Polish, half Italian. So really? What, the, what that equates to is when he eats Alfredo, he has it with the Polish hot dogs. <laughs> sausage. <laughs> the Polish sausage. <laughs> so I'm I'm half Indian, but half Italian. So when I eat Alfredo, I eat it with buffalo. It's got to be the bison. Or spaghetti uh, on fry bread. There you go. <laughs> however, spaghetti on fry bread. That's carbs on carbs. However you want to break it down. A guy who knows nothing about carbs is our guest. He is a two-time national finalist in the bareback riding and just an all-around good guy. And when it comes down to it, the reason that I love this man is because he is a real deal cowboy. There's Amen. no when he gets on the victory lap horse, he's going to outride the queen you leading him. Damn right. Man. You guys are just And I mean that. Wait to I know you do. So ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for Layton. <laughs> Finger <Barry>. snaps. <laughs> how about it for the in-house audience well, just I, giving a I can't tell you how excited <laughs> I am to be here. Man, I'm so stoked, and uh, it's it's so good to have you on because, so today we were in a meeting, and they go, how long have you known Leighton Barry? I was like, I don't remember a time where I didn't know Leighton Barry. <clears throat> long time. Because your dad built yep. fence yep. for my dad, like, long early, time. Yeah, wow. long time ago. So you were out there picking up the ends welding of Welding rods. Yep, welding rods and everything. Yep. Making And holding a fire extinguisher. And <laughs> That's that was your job. Yeah, that was your job. That was my job. Well, all that quarter pasture that we burn off that one day. Well, that was just for looks. If if a fire started, I'd really just pull my pants down and pee on it. Usually, Layton, get over here. Layton, you're up. Come pee on the fire. Throw the fire. Make sure this is level. You got two jobs: to put out the fire and bring me a cold beer. That's right. It was the coolest thing, though, and not to get off on a tangent, but your dad, whenever they used to come weld, it was like a, it was like a group of old rough stock riders Basically. that would show up and yep. like different guys that you would see at mesquite or wherever the week before like man we need some we need some internet money yep, and they, they work for your dad man they were handy have <laughs> you noticed that though like when when rough stock guys retire it always seems to be like they go into construction they get into welding <laughs> yeah they continue to be tough guys. Yeah, like, they, like, oh, yeah. they don't like, go be accountants. Yeah, they, they don't no. go sell insurance <laughs> or something. It's it's always something that I'm going to bust my knuckles and I'm tough. Yes. Keep, keep yeah. that live or die attitude. Live or die. Live or die. Uh, that's, that's such good. That is all you know. And uh, earlier we talked about your family yep. and all the different things. And, and not we're, we're going to get into that. But we have some, some hard-hitting questions to break, kind of break the ice. Ooh. Uh, pen to paper. Yeah, I, I made notes earlier because I'm a weirdo and I made notes. No, you're just um, good at your job. We'll see about that. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. That, that, that's TBD. Kinda that's kind of pending. Right? Jury's still out on that one. What uh, what what podcast is this for you guys? This y- is. You want to know the truth? <laughs> no, I do. I'm serious. <laughs> well, we we got together a few months ago. Yeah. And we decided we were going to do a podcast. I'm not your first one, am I? 
Am I your virtual? You're 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 taking our our V card, <laughs> our nice V card. Man, this makes it all the better. Well, and and we were like, hey, let's like the first one. Let's have on somebody who's badass. Yeah, right? that's that's what we said. We wanted literally. You guys, we wanted a badass. You guys are the one. So not to like stroke whatever. No, I'm feeling pretty. But good you about think myself. about all the people that are in this. You know, we're at San Antonio, and and I di- we said we weren't <clears> going to say that we were in San Antonio because we wanted it to be evergreen, and it still is, but. We're here in San Antonio, big bracket of everything. Sure. And, yeah, you have and a lot Brad big, and I were literally pick from. Yeah. And Brad and I were talking and I go, L B. Laid Berry. He no, goes, yes. perfect. Awesome. And because well, like it just it made it made sense. We hope it's going to be very pleasurable. That came out wrong. It's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very <laughs> very <laughs> successful. We hope you're gonna enjoy it in the still of the night. No, that's not right either. Wherever you're listening from. Uh, well, we can't welcome. start it with White Snake. No, no. There's, there's gonna be way better music leading into this one. Well, that's, I guess that's what I was getting into. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm looking at all this cool technology. Uh, can you, can you hit some music? I, I like, <laughs> right like, now. Yeah, well, no, 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 not right now. But like, right but like, now, but if, if yeah. I, if I say something cool and you can just lead it up with some music. Yep. Right here we go. Ready? Oh, go ahead. Ooh, there it is, right there. <laughs> Welcome nice. to late nights with Leighton Barry. Late, ooh, that's a good. There you go, Leighton. You don't need to go build fence whenever you're done riding. Barry Talk courses. show host. Late nights with Leighton. Yeah, who who knows Jay Leno? Yeah, Jay nobody. Never, never, never heard, heard of her. her. Sounds hideous. Got a big chin. Got a big chin. <laughs> Where's khakis? So Leighton, tell us a little bit. We <clears throat> we know obviously you've made the NFR two times in the bareback riding. You started out when you were younger. Is a timed event guy, and you 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 don't really see, and I'll use this broadly. You don't really see timed event guys switch into the rough stock. Sure, um, yeah, it normally goes the other way, right? Yeah, no, I definitely had a lot of people. Well, I, I specifically remember all the high school rodeo moms when I started getting I on barebacks. Loved you. Uh, he is good looking. I don't okay. know. I don't yeah, know if they loved me. Weird way. Um, I feel like they cared about me. Yeah, like that's deeply, but um, just waiting. Okay. That, oh, how many times have I heard that? <laughs> um, but yeah, they just couldn't make sense. And like, I mean, I've always been very competitive. I've always um, wanted to win. Yeah, I w- I would consider my my other two siblings, Macy and Kate. I think they're the ones that are just inclined, talented. They're just breadwinners, if you will. And, uh, Do you feel like you had to learn how to win almost? A hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm really? s- I'm still learning sure. a lot. Uh, kind of boggles my mind a little bit about I- I'll go somewhere and, and have a game plan and then w- whatever the result is, hopefully good, I leave there and I'm like, man, like I just learned two things that I didn't know before about winning. But I think that's incredible, right, to like not just go in knowing knowing that – everything no matter what happens the outcome but then being able to go learn every single time because jake barnes once said and you know who that is seven-time world champion oh, yeah. team roper the he said you either win or you learn but you're when you're learning while you win yep and i think i've i've been able to surround myself with i mean i've never had the pleasure of, of roping with jake or anything but uh, just growing up and being surrounded by all these great athletes from spread across all the events in rodeo uh what i've got to kind of take little bits and pieces from each of them yeah i mean and where where we met ryan moat's invitational oh, rope yeah. and 
I remember just dreaming about being a guy like Ryan Motes, sure. you know what I mean? And, and li- just listening to him talk and, and you knew he was confident, you knew he was a winner. And like that goes all the way back to when I was probably 10 or 11 years old, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and I didn't know, I didn't understand it at the time, but over the course of all those years, me just trying my best to soak up all the things that those guys had to say. I mean, really just, I kind of just try to stay that way. Just a sponge. Yeah. Try to be. I mean, it's not always easy. Well, you you have to be like that, right? Like, in any situation, if you allow yourself, you can learn one way or another, right? You can learn in a positive way on what to do, or you can learn... From a good or bad experience. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you just allow yourself that opportunity, you can learn in any situation. So, So, talk us through the mindset that you had. When you said, "Look, I love the timed event," and if I'm not mistaken, you you were a tie down roper, tie roper, yep. And you're like he's still really good at tie down roping. Know. Like, and he'll he's he will humbly he's talk humble. about it. Yeah, I've seen the videos that Joey <laughs> I think has posted, and this dude, I'm telling he you, he can still get down with anybody. Right? Oh my god, anybody. <clears throat> well, I mean, a lot of that comes from, um, you know, and like I I like to thank my dad a lot, but. He really is the reason why I was able to. I mean, yes, I, I mean, if there's one thing I can pat myself on the back, as far as when it came to practicing and staying in the practice pen and, and all that stuff, that was never an issue because I just, I, that was my happy place. I love being there. Right. But if it wasn't for my dad always supplying me with, with cattle to rope and sure. horses to ride, I mean, I did not do that on my own. Yeah. And yeah. so it was like he kind of laid a, a plate out for me yeah. to, to get better, and I I do feel good about being able to say that I took advantage of that. And I think that, you know, goes into now, like when I wrote calves, even though I don't practice a whole lot, it's still like kind of like riding a bike. And I don't think it would, honestly, I don't think it would be if I had not a road bareback courses, because it's the same way. It's, it's the simplicity. I used to overcomplicate the calf roping so much and uh, just rack my brain constantly and, and go into every aspect of it. And then once I started learning how to ride barebacks, the very second I tried to overcomplicate that event, Boy, did I learn that it's so simple. Really? Winning is so easy. So to me, to me, tie-down roping, and people have asked me, like, I've tie-down roped probably twice in my life. I've seen it. <laughs> no, I don't. Not I the time your horse about bust you oh off. But, but I, I rode him through that. FYI. You did, and, and you... Yep. Lucian was yeah. thirty six and eight with a broken barrier. No, that's that's on a buck. And he was also like eighty six <laughs> points too. <laughs> Funny story. The last the so. I didn't start roping till I was 20 and I was, they had a 20, they used to have a 21 and under youth. It was the pro youth Texas. Yeah. 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 And you probably did that. Absolutely. Um, And it was 21 and under. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to these pro youth rodeos as, and I had just started roping the year before and it was like my first rodeo experience. Of course, I'm wearing my dad's sponsor shirts. (laughs) I can show up. I show up freaking like thinking I'm, Hot crap. Yeah. I didn't know my butt from a hole in the ground. And this was back when youth rodeos, like the slack would go on until like three in the morning. Oh, yeah. God. It was, it, I mean, crap. every event. Yeah. Obviously, there was a lot of events. Yeah. A lot of age groups. Yeah. Man, youth and rodeos they had used to be popping. Everything. Ribbon roping, calf roping. Yeah. Steer every, dropping. Every, I don't know about that. That might be a Montana yeah, thing. Montana. You guys probably use sheep. Ribbon Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sheep dobbing. You know, Brad. Sheep dobbing. You know, Brad. <laughs> 
easy. No, so many events, but so <laughs> many, so many people would enter those things. Oh my I mean, god, it was smokes. it was huge, and that was like you could enter every event and spend a hundred dollars. Yeah. Like it was exactly. awesome. Exactly. Yep. And they didn't pay hardly anything if you won something. Like I won the shoe dogging a couple times. It was like seventy two dollars. But, but it would dink your co- <laughs> at the time. It would dink your cover your fees and your fuel. Yep. Yeah, Make and you the, feel good about yourself. The last. It was the last rodeo. I was about to age out <laughs> of this kid's rodeo, basically. <laughs> the PUI at twenty-one years old, and and granted, it was twenty-one and under. There weren't very many twenty-one-year-olds injured, except this guy. That guy, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's the old like I'm Skeet roping Abbott. with Seth Jones, who's Seth Jones. yeah, you know, Skeet. He's eight years. Yeah, Skeet. I, he's eight years younger than me, and Seth's just a like a child and i'm this 20 i'm shaving every day sometimes twice a day <laughs> and, and i'm entered at this youth rodeo and i by god i was treating it like it was a real thing of course yeah. so the last rodeo of the year it was in uh, at the old ecla arena in stephenville yeah yeah and uh i had a chance for the all-around because i'd done shoot dogging and then i was heading and healing oh, and yeah. uh so i'm like I'm big entered. deal they gave a saddle they did <laughs> they did and they used to have their finals at Graham. it was a big deal yeah it was a big deal at that time especially and so i'm a, i'm gonna enter every event and so dylan uh dylan not dylan deshaun oh my gosh his name escaping me but anyways he i'd roped with him and he headed and healed always had nice horses and i go hey i'm gonna enter the calf roping uh can i ride your horse absolutely i got That'll a work. great practice horse whatever you can ride and he goes do you rope calves and i go Somewhat, yeah, I can yeah, a little bit, you know. I can doctor bit. one. Haven't had never done a whole run. Oh my god! Completely. So, as a kid, like at the rodeos, I would help time down if there was a bunch of fresh calves. Yeah. Jerome Schneeger, Schneeberger, way back in the day, I'd rope them all. He'd pick them up, time down. He taught me how to tie. I had rope stuff around the neck, like I knew how to rope muleys, yep. but I'd never done the whole thing. So the last to one, completion. Yeah, the whole getting off the horse was the the thing that worried me the oh most. Oh boy, sure. So, nod my head. Calf goes. In team roping, you had to see front leg. I didn't realize the difference in the barrier because I was so green. Where a calf, <laughs> when the gate opens, you follow your nod, not the calf. Yeah, like, especially fast. at a youth rodeo. Right. Like, they're making it easy. I am <clears throat> one mile late, and I just start flogging this horse. And he goes three like, strides like out Like the barrier the shoots across, and you're still in the corner. Yes, and I'm just <laughs> sitting there. <laughs> so, okay. this was the worst day of my life. FYI. Really? To this day? To this day. Wow. That was the worst day of my life. And I'll I'll tell you guys after the podcast <laughs> why it was that. Um, I'm a mile late. Horse starts bucking. By the grace of God above, I didn't fall off. And I rode him. And then he stopped bucking about midway through the arena. So I'm mad. I over and under him. The calf's already gone, eating hay. Yeah. Joined up with his friends. I over and under him. What does he start doing again? Buck. He starts he bucking starts again. again. <laughs> they open the outgate for me. No. <laughs> <He> bucks, yes. <laughs> through the outgate. <laughs> yes. Shut it. He goes Shut through it. into the back pins. <laughs> He's still bucking the alley. I finally step off him, and it was, I'll never forget this till the day I die. Seth Jones lopes up to me. Loosh, Dylan told me that you were not supposed to ride spurs on that horse. And just turns around and rides off, and I'm like, "Thanks a lot. What? what? Thanks a lot. What? <laughs> Thank you so much for. Oh, forgot to tell you. <laughs> yeah, you wear spurs. He's bucking. He's gonna buck. Yeah, shit. And I'm gonna finish this story, and then I got to get back to Layton because <laughs> it's his Layton's podcast. It's about our guest. No, I know. Is, I'm this sorry, is our but podcast. I have to finish. This you're is the, y'all's podcast. You're the only one that understands pro youth rodeo, though. That I feel uh, no, like we're I, ever gonna talk and to. Man, like that. That started me. Yep. It there did. you go. It did. There you go. So next event, steer wrestling. I've Come never on. steer wrestled a 
off of a horse. I've shoot dogged. I was pretty good at shoot dog, and I'm not gonna lie. You've seen it lots. I could slam them. I've yeah, I've seen it since I was a kid. I don't know anything different. Well, and you're strong too. I was I was fairly strong. You're oh, a husky. Strong. You're so a husky boy. Let's mm-hmm. not get into all that, Brad. Anyways, <laughs> my dad used to make fun of me and tell me when we go to Walmart and buy our Wranglers. Didn't mean it like that. He would literally. You want to get into this? We can go. Hey. He would literally third go. Great. Ding ding ding. My other brother, who's super skinny and has a metabolism of a 12-year-old girl like Dominic, he's just he's always been skinny. Dominic could go and get whatever jeans he wanted. <laughs> Didn't matter. Dad would go, the husky section's over there, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> so I would... Hey, I was in third grade, and I could wear my dad's pants. <laughs> like, I know the struggle. Don't, even, don't, don't tell me about no. being husky. So Brad Gintz, you probably remember Brad Gintz, yeah. Brad and Wesley Gintz. Yeah. I ride his bulldog and horse, and I'm back in the box. Of course, all I've ever done is roped. Yep. I'm, no, I'm no backed score. in there, and I have my right hand on the saddle horn. And he looks over, and I'm <laughs> I'm literally about to nod. And he goes, switch hands. Anthony, Anthony, switch hands, switch hands. Does this kind of trying to be subtle, and I'm like, huh? huh? No, I'm good, man. I like, like it this and way. I'm nervous. Like, I'm so I'm, scared. I've never rode a horse with my right hand. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. I've never held the reins yeah. in my right, right hand hands. at that point yeah, in my sure. life. Never. When you rope, no, it's always the other left way. Left hand, yeah. And so I switch it automatically. Fear enters into my soul. You feel uncontrolled. Uncontrolled. <laughs> yep, it's a weird feeling. So he says, he literally says, "Go with your nod, nail the barrier." I'm riding to him. I get in the right stirrup. I know. I, now I'm like, I've seen Luke Branquino do this. It's I, going through I your know mind. How to do the it? The booty is shake easy. is coming. Stirrup leather breaks. breaks. Down goes Frazier. Oh, in a heap of blob Italian Polish <laughs> skin. <laughs> Ooh. Scattered about the holy smokes! You couldn't ask for a worse thing to happen. Worst thing, and then this is after the calf rope. After the calf rope. Oh, wow. So I started. I was feeling pretty confident because yeah. I had ridden that horse through that. Yep. Syrup leather brakes. Oh. My fast. Oh. What are the chances though? <laughs> I mean, it was God telling me, "Don't, don't do this. Do this. Don't do you are literally. not an athlete, Anthony." Yeah. Yeah, hey, just <laughs> just rope steers. Come on, be man. a team roper and announce. You, you handle two lo- things yeah, that require. You handle a rope great, and you ride a horse good. Just do that. Event. I think you have a future in trick roping. Exactly. Yeah, t- yeah. T- t- and it was at yeah. that moment that Anthony yeah, realized he, he should be a trick he roper. He knew his true calling. You're probably wondering how I got in this situation. Exactly. Yep, that's <laughs> it's like me. the TikTok yeah. thing. Oh my God. Anyways, but all right, let's circle back real quick. We talked a little bit about mindset and how it all started and and the transition. And I want to get more into the decision to become a bareback rider. We right. know everybody yep. who oh, yeah. doesn't know uh, Layton's dad, Kirby, rode bareback horses, and yep. I feel like he stayed close to home. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was definitely uh, – <clears throat> I mean, not that he didn't go in rodeo, but my dad's kind of the prime example of somebody who uh, grew up really poor, yep. um, you know, was raised by a single mom with uh, two other siblings, and they didn't have a whole lot. And so he grew up with, you know, he had to work his whole life from the time he was a kid and uh, obviously got into riding bareback horses. And, you know, I couldn't imagine getting into something like bareback riding not coming from like a rodeo background. Right. Right. Honestly, I've thought about that a lot. And I mean, it would just be because it's always felt like a little bit of second nature to me. Sure. Because, I mean, when I was two years old, I mean, Pete Hawkins and all those guys, they were carrying me around. I was behind the buck and shoot. So I got to see all that. Yeah as a really young kid and and just thinking about my dad like being like cool like let's get on some bucking horses or whatever let's try yeah. this you know that's kind of wild to me but um you know as he was rodeoing he was kind of the guy that 
if things and there were at the time that was whenever they would have like slack for the bareback riding. Yeah, oh yeah. <clears throat> so there'd be you know, 60 guys entered in the bareback riding in Cleburne, Texas yeah. or whatever. I mean, it was just a whole different ball game then. And, you know, if, if my dad would kind of go down the road and say he just drew like crap for two weeks and didn't win any money, he, he had to go back to work. You yeah. know, he didn't have that, that, you know, hey, dad, I need, I need, <laughs> I need a loan, more money. you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that's kind of how he went about it. And he did come close to making the finals a few times yeah. and and obviously has some has some great you know things to offer as far as his career went oh my but gosh. but you know i think <clears throat> obviously god put him in my life as my dad because yeah. i think his whole goal was to kind of make you know his ceiling my floor if you will and, wow wow <clears throat> repeat that just for everybody to realize <laughs> that, because that's that profound is, that's profound yeah no it, and i mean it's true i mean he he grew up in a very tough way and yeah. and don't get me wrong. He's instilled all. I was never the kid with the silver spoon, and, sure, and my right. dad built a business on his own, uh, Triple W Metal yep. Buildings, and it started out building pipe fence yep. for for guys like your dad. Yeah. And 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 I mean, um, and I it's funny because like I do remember whenever my dad had an old beat up work truck yeah. and and you know and had an old really old Lincoln welder and and you know was just like all all I knew was he was going to work every day to do yeah. something and if I had a chance to go with him I was going to go that's inspiring and that's that's, cool. that's so incredible his ceiling was your floor wow like that is it, to, I'm going to use your word again that's profound that is so deep but more than that that is like <clears throat> so special oh for like, sure to think about what your dad is, what he went through learning to be a good bareback rider, yep. coming from nothing. Did he come from a rodeo family at all? No. No, okay. his, uh, his dad, well, his <clears throat> dad and, and his mom, um, they got divorced when he was pretty little, and then uh, his dad actually died of cancer whenever he was like, he, he shouldn't have been 10. I wow. mean, he, he'd been 8 or 9. Wow. Uh, but that And they had divorced, I think, maybe when he was like 5 or 6. Sure. And then he ended up passing away of cancer, and um, so... Uh, my BB, um, his mom raised him and, and their two daughters, and she was the tough old lady that worked two or three jobs throughout the week, yeah. you know, and in, in around the Houston, Texas area, and and obviously she's and she's instilled an insane amount of toughness in me because wow. she she was obviously a very nice woman, but she wasn't the sweet oh you want a cookie grandma. <laughs> she was like. <laughs> She was like, "Hey, get in here and you know, help me clean these dishes, right. or you know what I mean, sweep this floor, boy. Yeah. You know, like you know, make a hand around here, type." So you can understand kind of how my dad yeah. grew up and and the way he was brought up by her to be tough. And obviously, he was a little hellion, and and <laughs> but he had to kind of learn on his own. And I mean, that that's definitely something that's kind of instilled in me too. I, I I think that's cool because like when you think about what it takes to to win in rodeo, it takes confidence, right? And when you come from something like that and you have somebody to look up to that you're so close to, it gives you a certain kind of confidence that <clears throat> my my dad did this, right? Like yep. my dad was able yep. to overcome this, built this. It gives you a confidence that, well, I, I can do something too. Like, Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I, Well, and even like, it's even though he didn't ever make the NFR, it was like, I guarantee, and I'm speaking for you now, but I guarantee you never saw your dad as... The guy who didn't or couldn't do it, right, right. It and was just like he's still a superhero, and and it was because not only you know it did. This isn't 
him telling me as a little kid, like, hey, I was great, or yep. I, I almost made the NFR. Yep. It, I never, ever heard one word come out of his mouth about how good or bad he was. Humble, man. Oh, it humble. Was, never once, but it, it was guys like Pete Hawkins and yep. – and and all those guys that would t- tell me, you know, I, I just I specifically remember being like, you know, single digit age. Sure. Going to maybe maybe it was a birthday party or just a little friendly gathering or whatever with, you know, where we, we'd end up with a bunch of cool old bareback riders hanging around yeah. and they'd pull. Will Lowe they, and know, West Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, West Stevenson just and all those guys. Funnest and, guys ever. And, and they would, you know, obviously be who, who knows how many. <laughs> Beers in or whiskeys in, and, and and they'd pull and I've and I've always wanted to be you know from the time I was little and Kirby never failed to not pack me around everywhere. Yeah. It didn't matter if we were going to work, we were going to weld on stuff. I mean, I had a, a welding rod in my hand when I was four years old. But well, or he's actually got a picture of me in my That's diaper. Awesome. Uh, laying, uh, laying. But that was like when you were 16, though. Yeah, wasn't? Yeah, that? yeah, not that long ago. <laughs> a couple That's years the ago. other picture. A couple years ago. It was ago. a rough so, night. What there, can I there say? is. He's got it somewhere. Um, a little, little bitty picture frame of me, and I got like the the welding hood literally you covers bet. my whole entire body. <laughs> That's and awesome. I'm burning this rod on this piece of pipe. You know what I mean? Full <laughs> you on were welding. No, I was welding. Oh, yes. I thought no. it was just like a cute photo. Like, put this on. No, like oh, you're no. like no, I, I like you, like I'm getting an arc. It's sparking, and I have a diaper on and and a long sleeve Wrangler denim shirt there on there you go and uh just got to get after it but uh <laughs> that's so good it's, it's funny to think about that but I, I love that i love so much like i'm a my dad you know you you know yep my dad special, it meant, special guy sent, he meant so much to me still does. change the game change the game and and but if you think about and i don't want to get i still want to get to these fun questions that we have <laughs> but this, this is, is so, so good yeah, yeah this is so, so good. good but with that Learning how to work hard, I feel like, is the foundation of being great at anything, being a hard worker. My dad always used to tell me, hard work always works. Yeah, always. Always pays off. Always. And, and there's so many ways that that statement can be, it always, hard work always works means it's always working. Yep. Hard work always works means it's undefeated. Yeah. In our, our since the beginning of time, time, yeah. hard work is undefeated. Yeah. But even with that, no matter how much hard work you do, rodeo can be the most oh. gruesome, humbling, humbling sport. So how do you deal, or do you ever deal with a, a moment <clears throat> where you go, do I belong here? Right. Yeah, for sure. Tonight? Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll just we'll uh. just get through this. Uh, and I'm not going to sing the double grab song on here because it's bad, but... I did double grab tonight. I I but, know, and that's very unlike me. Everyone's seen me do it once or twice, but and everybody, you know, they know that. I, I like to think I'm a pretty tough guy, and and I'm never a quitter. But uh, you know, I had one smack me pretty good tonight in the back of the Holy head, and cow. he did, and I double grabbed, and I, you know, he didn't just smack you. He elevate. He changed your entire body <laughs> posture. <laughs> yeah. I watched it twice. Yeah, it was, and I was lot. like, good God, yeah. he hit you square in the back of the head. With a twelve hundred pound oh. two by four. Yeah, it wasn't fun, but, but it, it, it wasn't just you. It was it was pretty much everybody. Tonight. It was <laughs> the pin. It's it was. Tonight. You know what I mean? And and I like to think of myself as a guy who excels in in a eliminator style pin of horses or semi. Yeah, the NFR. You yeah. you showed the whole world. Yeah, I love I love I love the buckers and I crave them and and there's nothing about them that that gets me riled up or nervous. But tonight just did not go my way. But it, it's funny, like you said. I literally the night before I had an outstanding horse oh, yeah. and I felt like I made a good ride and I won the round in San Antonio and then here we are day two. Oh. Totally different outcome. So this how is that's rodeo. 
how do you deal with that? Because even doing what I do, and Brad, I'm sure, and I, I, we've talked about this. Yeah. But like when those instances of, it's almost like the it's almost like the devil, and not to no, yeah. But it's almost like the enemy going, "You don't belong here. Yeah, right. you're not good. What are you doing over yeah, here, what boy? Are, what are you doing? You don't that, belong yeah. here. Self doubt. Yeah, yeah. It's that moment of self doubt. So how do you? Because you've obviously shown it to us. You came back from a freaking what could have been a a career ending injury. Sure. You come back in August at Dodge City and go ninety twice and went second, and then just completely kick ass for the rest of the year and damn near make the finals again on a third of the year. But like, how do you yourself, what do you tell Leighton Barry whenever that voice comes in and says, you're not good enough? Winning's easy. Winning's easy. Don't make it so hard. I love that. It's not hard. Keep it simple. It's Keep not it simple. hard. And, um, you know, when I, and of course I'm, um, I'm a bit of a perfectionist and I, I like, things neat and clean and i like my hard work to be the same way sorry about our studio yeah. right now you should see my camper right <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's, <laughs> it's a rental <laughs> it's a rental <laughs> do, we know it's lean in one way but yeah. that's, so, that's, you know it's designed details. to be like that but either way i mean and i i get upset i get mad you know i obviously you you don't you don't show that to the crowd you don't right. show that to your friends um you're, you know when you go back in the locker room you don't you don't throw a fit or you know, cuss this or cuss that. Sure, I mean, yeah. You want to, you're thinking it in your head, but you go back in the locker room and, and you feel that little bit of, um, just like you said, I don't know if I belong here. Right. Or, you know, I kind of, you know, I messed up tonight. I, You feel like you gave up a little bit. You feel like you quit a little bit. And, uh, you know, that eats at you. But the second that all, all that negative energy comes to your mind, like Lucia, Lucia said, and I'm, I'm obviously, I'm a huge believer and. I mean that is that's the devil eating at your feet, and and he wants to bring you down, and and you know, and rodeo is such a humbling sport in that way, and you gotta just buckle down, or tell yourself that hey, this isn't so hard. This is this right. is a simple thing. Right. I'm, bareback riding is simple. I'm gonna get a good seat. I'm gonna nod my head, have a great mark out, and then I'm gonna have fun. Yeah. I'm gonna keep my chin down, lift on my rig, and it is easy. I'm gonna yeah. spur this horse every jump. And I'm gonna have fun the whole time doing it, not make it hard. It's and it's like uh, Connor. Not to interrupt. Oh, you're good. It's like Connor McGregor once said, though. He said, "I am humble in victory, yep. but I am even more humble in defeat." But tenfold, Fair, right? Tenfold. Yeah. I mean, I I can promise you, I learned a lot more tonight than I did the night before. We're gonna learn more from our failures than we are success. Gotta have them by far. I Gotta just I'm so I'm still going back to what you said earlier, where you still learn even when you win. Like, I, I think that that is the, I don't want to say that's the key to, like, ultimate success in the world, but sure. with gold buckles, and, and obviously you have goals, and being a bareback rider, we all do, and in the sport that we're in, we love professional rodeo, and well, no matter what it is in life, though, it doesn't matter if you're an accountant, a banker, or, or a construction worker, it's like learning why you lose, learning why you win, Learning, 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 learning till the day you die. All the time. Like that's what's going to potentially get you to the point of where the next generations are going. Yep. I want to be LB. Yeah. The next generation sure. of and I and I give this guy Brad Narducci is the greatest, one of the if not the greatest music directors, which people are like, oh, he plays buttons. Hey, but it's I like that's still a there's still an art to it. Also, tie myself to bucking horses. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, people can. My my wife one time we got into an argument, and I was talking about 
I was being a real Mick butthole. <laughs> if I'm just being completely Mick honest. Mick butthole, that's a new Without one. Without like, <laughs> I like that <laughs> one. Extra <laughs> I'm starting to use that one. <laughs> so Mick butthole. I was being a huge butt, and I go, you're trying to make a living running around barrels. And she goes, you make a living talking. Talking. We all talk. We all yeah. And it was like, but it was, it was... I it needed hit to you a little that. deeper than you thought. <laughs> it did. That's <laughs> because it. For, I mean, I mean, I I get I'll get a full of myself at oh, times. Yeah. But it was at that moment. It's like holy cow. Yep. It simplified it, like you said earlier. Yeah. Winning is simple. Winning is simple. But being a good human and winning, mm. and being an inspiration for the next generation, that's and it. actually making <clears throat> this place better than we found it. That's what. That's, that's the key. That's what separates you as a human. I that's think. the key. Yeah. And I mean. Correct me if I'm wrong. I just think that's being a cowboy. Bingo. Boom. <sighs> well, let's take a quick break. This is Cowboy Mafia. We are sitting down with two-time national finalist, but more than that, he's just an all-around cowboy, and he truly does live it every day. Leighton Barry on Cowboy Mafia. Yeah, we're back. I mean, it's it's literally on. <laughs> I said bring us back, I, and you're I had, just, I had already and we're back. I thought and you were a radio guy. I am a radio guy. Well, then bring us back like you would at a radio hey, station. Hey, we're back. And we're back. It's and Cowboy uh, Mafia. Uh, here we go. We're back from break. Everybody has done what they needed to do during the break. We had some autographs to sign. The in-house <laughs> audience wanted to take some pictures with yeah. Leighton. We got that done. Some autographs, some babies. We we, we the, Yeah, babies were delivered. No beers right. have been opened. Nope. Not even this one. This is a non- <laughs> Drinking of water podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? We'll hydrate tomorrow. That's right. That's right. Uh, we've got Leighton Barry, two-time national finalist, but just an all-around cowboy. And from Weatherford, Texas, I, I when I introduced him at the NFR back number ceremony in 2022, I said he is the pride of Parker County. <laughs> the pride. He really is. I mean, well, it's, a good, it's a good thing Tilden Hooper moved then. Right? <laughs> he's Tarrant County now. Yeah. Well, Tilden. Or, uh, no, he's uh, Hood County. Oh, is he Hood County? Yeah, he moved to Cranberry. I did not know that. Yep. I thought he was still in Fort Worth. He uh, he bought the 10 acres right next to Clay Logan. Really? Yep. I know right where that you is. You do, yep. Tilton it's like five minutes from Grumps. That's how yep. I know Yes, it is. is. <laughs> yep, yep. No, Tilden lives there. He's been fixing that house up right you there. Bet. It looks really good. Tilden's a handy guy. Absolutely. Yep. He is very handy no, he... and a bit handsy sometimes. But anyways. Um, <laughs> but a terrible we'll get to actor. That later. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a terrible actor. <laughs> he was okay. He was great. Did you see him in that Head good. and Shoulders commercial? <laughs> oh, I did. I missed that one. No, it was pretty good. It played during the Super Bowl. We were working. Yeah. That's why we didn't see that. It was good. You didn't see that? I I was working. We're jacking with you. Oh. <laughs> but anyways, no, uh, LB, a question that Brad and I both have one serious question left, and and then we'll get we'll get to the fun stuff that I've been teasing since we started. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was talking to an older rough stock rider the other day, and he said back in his day, what was that, 15, 20 years ago, whatever. Long time ago. Way back. Yeah, way day. back. How old are you, late? I'm 23. 20, God, you're so What? You're just a child. For, uh, <laughs> I'm 23 for another 55 minutes. Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. And you're yeah. spending it with us. That's right. That's awesome. Yeah. God, we feel Great. special. We have a present for you. Do you? I do. I have a brand it's new. A, I was actually I was going to present it to you at the end of it. I have a dang. cinch gift certificate and a wow. Huey knife. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Huey knife for sure. <laughs> Both have been used, but lightly used. Lightly. Yeah, lightly used. New, new to use. Yeah, road, road miles, road miles. <laughs> highway miles. It's good. You'll love it. All right. But anyways, I was talking to this guy, and he said back in whenever he was riding, guys, rough stock riders, would literally pay $100, $50, whatever it took to get on practice horses 
and or at a rodeo, there would be a line of guys to mount one out if somebody turned out or not notified, whatever, to turn one out or if somebody turned them out that they could run their hand in there or put their saddle yeah, on. Just get on. And now, I mean, we've all seen the post that JB made about bull riders a few months ago uh, talking about nobody, nobody wants, to, wants to get on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nobody I, wants to practice. I've seen that. But in bareback riding, and I'm not saying that's what happens. Well, at the end of that, didn't wasn't his outro to that chew on some fucking concrete? Yes, <laughs> JB. In the words of JB Moody, yeah, with a marble red hanging from his Absolutely. lips. Absolutely, he goes He's, to bed with a cigarette. Yeah, and, yeah. and Jagger puts it out for him. He ain't scared. Jagger <laughs> finishes it. Yeah, but yeah. like Anyways, some yeah. concrete. So what has changed? Because I've seen the numbers with the PRCA, and like I mean. We did a forum at the NFR two years ago about turnouts. And my opening statement to that was COVID's not the only pandemic that we've <laughs> dealt with. Turning out is the other pandemic. Oh, yeah. and uh, But I've seen the actual numbers, and, and bareback riders are a smaller group. But, Brad, you brought up a very valid point. They are, you feel like they're blossoming, and I would have to agree. Yeah. So it's like there was a, a lull almost. Not a lull. We still had great talent. But now it's like bareback riding is cool again. Yeah, no, I and I mean in my what's so I would have been eighteen. I turned eighteen and seventeen. So I mean I bought my permit then. The changes yeah. in the bareback riding since two thousand seventeen. We're we're sitting where are we at two thousand twenty three. I don't know somewhere around there. Um, man, the, I mean just in my time in pro rodeo, sure. we've, we've already changed presidents. Uh, Try to change the logo. Wow. Yeah, right. Let's just start with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> we're going to do a part two like, where we like, just talk uh, about what, what's wild, I guess, <laughs> to say is when I started pro rodeo and it was like how pro rodeo had been from like the late 2000s. Bingo. And nothing had changed. Yep. Yeah. Not NFR much. Paid, not much. Yeah. NFR had paid out. They were in the same 10 year contract. Yeah. NFR right. paid out the same. Right. Not much had changed. It was still the same old pro rodeo, same old NFR. Same old goals, yep. you know, like, in I mean, that was awesome. That's what I knew. And then, you know, well, I don't remember what year that, that, that they switched the presidents and changed the logo. I mean, it was maybe 12. Oh, you're, ta you're talking about presidents of the PRCA. PRCA, yeah. Oh, yeah, so that was yeah. George yeah. Taylor. So that yeah. went from Carl... Carl Strip. What year would that have been? 2018, maybe? It, was it, it was, wasn't yeah. long. It, I think it was 2018. I mean? yeah, when so, so then things just started yeah. rapidly changing. Yes. Um, for better and worse. I yep, mean, yep. I, I saw both sides both of the kind of, yeah, and it, for was, sure. it was pretty crazy, honestly, because I, you know, like I said, when I was growing up, or when I was in high school, especially, like, just, you know, could not wait to turn 18 and get my <laughs> permit. I just wanted to go to a pro rodeo so bad. And when I, and going back to what you were talking about, about guys wanting to just get on, yeah, I wanted to get on a pro rodeo so bad. I was traveling with guys that were of age to pro rodeo, and when we would line up like maybe two or three amateur rodeos and they had one or two pro rodeos in the mix when they whenever we got there, yeah. if there was a turnout or even, you know, maybe there wasn't very many guys entered and one of the re-rides were good, I was asking Sammy there, Andrews sure. and Stay Smith and let me run my hand Pete in. Carr. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Can can I get on the re ride? You only have five bareback riders. Yeah. Like, let, yeah. let me get on the re ride. Yep. You know what I mean? Why not? I I mean and I did. I did a couple times. That's, That's awesome. cool. And and because I just craved pro rodeo. You know what I mean. I wanted to do it so yeah. bad. So do you do you think that it's it, it, talking about what you asked originally about guys wanting to get on in the lineup? Do you think it was now we have just more stock contractors and more availability for those guys to get on, <clears> or do you think it's it's 
we have less rough stock guys, less bareback riders. You know what I mean? Well, because right I'm so confused by the <laughs> question, and I'm, just, I'm looking at Layton. No, I'm following you a little bit, but we derail, <laughs> we derail a little bit. But but no, let me like okay. <laughs> To, to, for what the you, internet is a series of tubes and wires scattered through the well, sky. For, for what you started with, yes, the availability to get on bucking horses, yeah. saddle bronc or barebacks, has gotten tremendously better. Is yeah. it, to my knowledge, <laughs> in the last couple of years, it's gotten way, way better. There's there's guys that are just, I mean, I mean, you you can take a couple of people, for instance, that are literally just getting practice horses, maybe yep. for their sons or, or maybe just to have i mean i mean you got the steiners obviously yeah. and and i give those guys a lot of credit i got yeah. to get on some great practice oh, horses man. at their ranch um bo mayo an, a former bareback rider okay. rca bareback rider he literally has he full on and he started this a cup whenever me and and his son clint started kind of rodeo and clint's a couple years older than me maybe yeah. two years older than me and we've obviously kind of grown up together my dad and bo rodeo together and once that kind of come about, Bo just started kind of getting a couple, buying a couple practice horses. Yeah. And now he has a full blown, um, nice arena at his place. Yeah. And he puts on the region three, um, high school rodeos and yeah. has a slew of great practice horses that he slowly bought up that you can learn on that you that can learn on that are outstanding yeah. for kids to learn on. And he did that just because he wanted to, that's you know so what good. I mean? That's cool. And there's been coming more and more of that. Yeah. You got Chase Richter. Lives oh, right, yeah. right, right down the road from the R Spade. Mean, yeah, the old R right. Spade, man. He, uh, you know, I grew up going to calf roping jackpots <laughs> at his house. And then last Monday, I was picking up bucking horses at his house. You know what I mean? So, that's awesome. Um, that's there's, and then every time I have some kid wanting to learn, you know, I, I can basically tell him, hey, I know two or three guys that buck on this day or this month, or they're going to buck soon. And yeah, and I, they have great practice horses for you to learn on because it's crucial. When you're learning, and this is basically the, I think the make or break of whether a kid in like continues his yep. journey as a bareback rider or bronc rider, is those that first 15, 15 especially, but that first twenty head, yeah, is crucial yep, sure. to a kid learning. And if they don't know any better, and that for if they make it that far, if they get on more than ten or fifteen head, and it, and they're just getting slammed and, and yeah. run down the yeah. gate and smashed in the chute or whatever's going yeah. on, wherever they're getting on, that li that is why the numbers will just plummet. So I feel like that's where, to answer my own question in a sense, I feel like that's where for the longest time it was like the toughest. You think of Larry Sandvik and Will Lowe still freaking kicking yeah. butt at however old he is, 40 years old, 39 years old. No, he's but 42. Is he forty two? Holy wow. cow! Yeah, I mean, wow. He's he's a year year or two in his forties. I feel like there was almost this air about the bareback riders where it was the toughest of the tough. Of course, like yeah. you were the if still you were, is you were the still guy is. that flossed your teeth yeah. with barbed wire. The shoots were wood and the men were shoots. That's yes, right. That. Yeah. And then there came a point where it's like, holy cow, we're killing them off. Yep. Like they're getting so they don't want to do this. Broken. Yeah. They don't want to do this. It's not fun. And any young guy who's coming along is like, well, you want to be a cowboy? You run your hand in there on freaking chew on some concrete. Yeah, that's right. That guy. Yeah. As, now there's guys like what you were saying. The guys you listed off, Three Hills Rodeo. Dave Moorhead yep. does his mm -hmm. his school. Servies do a bunch of school at, yep. at Stay the Smith. Thanks. Stay Smith does that. Yep. Now it's like people are realizing, okay, let's not just try to see how tough they are. Let's let them learn right the right and way. Then let's not make it so dang hard. Right. We're, we're, 
I mean, it's such a physically demanding event. And that's the first thing that we tell those kids that are if they've been on one or five or ten. Yeah. They they need to know and realize that it's not an easy sport. Right. Clearly. Yep. Right. And if you're wanting to do this, this is kind of what it's going to have to take. But if you're just not going to have any fun at this, and you're it's just going to be burnt in your brain as this isn't fun if you, your first ten or fifteen horses aren't good to get on if you're getting and that that goes for both spectrums if you're getting on a bunch of stuff that's way too ranked for you or if you're getting on horses that are just maybe kicking at their belly and running down the fence you're just not gonna you're gonna develop bad habits whether you like it or not and and you're you're gonna go home at the end of the day and be like i don't really know why i'm doing this this isn't fun well and everybody who wants to talk shit on rocker saying oh he's blah 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 no they literally laid out a plan yeah, he's, to train him up the right way. He's the definition of of the perfect way to bring up a bareback rider, and and he was obviously you know blessed to 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 have that opportunity. Yes, and he took full advantage of. However, it. he's not just because his family of the Steiners or whatever. That doesn't limit anybody else because like all the names that we just mentioned. Yeah, will provide that same opportunity. The yep. Chase Richters, the oh, Dave yeah. Moorheads in Iowa. Yep. Stay Smith and whoever else, and I guarantee. Hey, you want to learn how to ride bucking horses? We'll we'll help you the right way. Like yep. we'll show you. Absolutely. And now we're seeing that with the freaking Cade Sonyes and yeah. guys like that who are coming on. Kid like, hasn't old. been getting on bucking horses it's for two, three years, three, yeah, three years, three years. And, and and obviously, I mean, he started learning, and and I I go back and forth because I I started pretty young. Yeah, um, I got on my first one when I was fifteen. Goodness, but but probably too young. I couldn't spell my name yeah. when I was fifteen. Yeah. Probably too young. <laughs> and well, it, I mean, I had a weird upbringing riding bareback yeah. horses. It, I like because I, I I wasn't fully developed. And and I even though Me my dad like eight <laughs> armpit hairs. Yeah, no, that's and what I I'm saying. Every day, <laughs> if it, I and wish, you need more I to ride. So wish we had, were videoing this because when Blade <laughs> said he wasn't fully developed, Brad just got the dumbest I, I, look. Like on his I, I've never uh, felt more close to. I, I kind of walked right, right into that. It's like, <laughs> is it warm in here? <laughs> Yeah, oh, you get armpit hair? Yeah, I do, too. I'm not going to show you What right were you now. doing yeah. when you were 15, yeah. freaking playing Tetris? At Tetris. I, I was trying to figure out how to get the ketchup stains off my fucking polo shirt. So I was dunking my chicken dinosaur for lunch. He's getting on bareback horses. Mom, can horses. I have another juice box? He's getting on bareback horses. I'm trying to figure out how to steal a burrito and hot lunch Trying line. to get on barebacks. Jeez. Yeah, but <laughs> but I, I I think you're right, Anthony. I think you're onto something because I think 15 years ago, 10 years ago, whatever. I yeah. think I think a group of people realized there's a void. Like we have to figure sure. out how to cultivate these guys. Boom. We have yeah. to give these guys a playground to give them a dream. And I I think honestly, I th- I think about two guys that helped bring that dream to fruition. Casey Field, obviously. You could tell me if I'm wrong, but no. he was probably a guy that you you look up to. Still do, yeah, still yeah. do, right? And 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 almost made it feel like, shit, this is cool again. You yep. know what I mean? And and I think yeah. helped probably grow some hunger in some guys. Absolutely, no, I, you definitely. Well, and I would even say the rig and rallies and other standalone events have made it. You know, we've been a part of since the very first one they did in Weatherford yeah, oh, during COVID. But, but yeah. think about that. That just that just happened. Yeah. That just come around. Shoot. There's there's been extreme bulls for yep. years and years and years. And, yeah. And even extreme Bronx for yeah. quite a quite a while. I mean yep. it's yep. still fairly right. new You're too. Right. You're right. But I mean, boom, we, we put a rig and rally on. I, I say we they put a rig and rally on. 
And we were there. Yeah, we I were I lived there. And <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't I didn't contribute to much. You didn't have to go through much paying to get my there. fees and actually getting on. Dust off the old Reagan, which like is a, so good because undoubtedly bareback riding is the best sport in professional rodeo. So oh, my, fav- wow. my my favorite sport. I wasn't going to be the one to say it. It well, is. It is. I, <laughs> I, I think will, it is. I will concur. So and we'll get into this at a different time because at some point he's going to be on. My brother Tommy Joe Lucia. When we did the ERA, like it or hate it, yeah. doesn't matter. I don't care. I've got different. Thank you, Brad. Yeah, that was that for that, sound that nice sound of nice. Yeah, um, for that sound bite. But like him or hate or like the ERA or hate the ERA, whatever. I don't care. Um, I was a part of it. I have mixed emotions about it to this day. Sure. But you know what we did every show? We ended with the bareback riding. Yep. Stephen Dent, Ryan. Gray, I did not know that. Tilden Hooper, Casey really? Field. I knew that. Yeah. The best bareback riders in the world. Yep. Bobby well, Boat. He was yeah. still getting Bobby. Was still I, I, that I mean, was his last hurrah. Yep. Um. But we ended Tommy, and, and the reason he did that was because he said, "We're literally going to the bull riding. There's a twelve guys. Not for certain somebody's going to ride. No. Bull riding's hard." Okay. However, very hard. Bareback riding, when you put the best 15 bareback riders, whether it's the NFR, whether it's here at San Antonio, every performance, whether it's Fort Worth or Houston, when you are taking the top 40 guys in the world, it's going to be freaking lights out. Lights out. Amazing. Lights out. Every. Put your, bet your house on it. Yep. There's going to be at least five or six rides that you're going high 80s, low 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you know about the sport or not. Exactly. And and even fast forward to today, WCRA, right? The Triple Crown. Yeah. Gave away a million dollars. Yeah. They put bareback riding last, just like the ERA. Oh, they did? I didn't know. They did. In Cowtown, in RC. Yeah. Wins a million. Yeah. Um, Best sport ever. Yeah, but no, bareback riding is my is, favorite. Is BA. It's cool. It's cool. Well, and I'm I mean, not. We're not pandering because when I have team ropers on, I'm going to be like, team roping is my favorite. Yeah, it's I, awesome. I won't. Like, I'll, I'll tell them. I'll tell them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Team roping's cool. You're wrong. Yeah, yeah wait wrong. till wait cool. till Jess well, Lockwood, cool. this PBR guy. Oh yeah. Here we well, go. Obviously, <laughs> here we go. obviously, I've I've you know, and I and I did whenever I was growing up, I was like, I want to try everything. I want to see. I want to know at least what it's about. Yeah. I want to see if I fall in love with it. See if I want to keep doing it. So, <laughs> just I mean, it was, I want to try bareback. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> well know, and, that, and that's uh, different because because I, I didn't want to try bareback riding. Right? I I mean, in a way, I did, but I, I just feel like when you lock your hand into the bareback rigging, <laughs> rigging, there is no trying. That, yeah, this. you're committed. Like, well, well you're that committed. was okay. So that <laughs> go that last. Uh, that uh. that would obviously been the first one. Once I because you know I I think if I had to go all the way back back to like. Five year old Leightonberry, we were we were getting on cats. Adorable That's kid. Roping the dummy, getting on Huge cats. sideburns. Hi, Dad. Yeah, big sideburns from the get go. <laughs> he does have. That's He's like got some chops. Yeah, that's just me. Seventy <laughs> shit right there. That's just me. I love the five year old Leighton. Five year old Leightonberry sideburns and all. You know, we were roping the dummy. Yeah. Um, getting on bucking cats. Yeah. You know I mean PBR was the shit. Uh-huh. I wanted to be a bull riding <laughs> SOB. Still is late. Yeah. Still is, baby. Yeah. Wanted to be a bull rider. Road calves couldn't yeah. wait to get on steers. You know, six or seven. I, I guess I'd have been six when I started roping steers, heading steers. And uh I was would have been starting to go to ropings when I was about seven. And whenever I got to figuring that out you know, and still living this dream and wanting to be a bull rider, I started getting on steers. So oh, yeah. now I'm a 
steer rider, uh-huh. team roper, and the and you know the girls are digging it. Oh, you know? I mean, the girls are digging <laughs> it. That's pole, what I always miss. I the pole benders <laughs> and the goat tires are just digging it. You know what I mean? Because because uh. because you, you you get to walk from your your dad and your, your mom and dad's truck and trailer. You get to walk with your horse and your rope bag on your left shoulder and your rigging bag on your oh, right shoulder. Well, I'm getting and hot just thinking about that. He, and he <laughs> automatically goes to chicks. And like he, the and chicks. And, listen, and the you chicks. got he's your, like a magnet. You got your gas station shades on. Oh. and and you're just and you're wearing you're you're probably wearing like maybe like. Ariot pants, cinch shirt, <laughs> Wrangler, you know hat. what I mean? A Wrangler, Wrangler hat, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, you just got it going on, you know what I mean? Uh, You're wearing your pro hat. youth buckle. <laughs> I still have that displayed in my house. For it's not sure. a big deal. <laughs> For sure. That is so good. And and you know, and then you get the feeling of you know, you go back there and you heat your rope up and you get on your steer, and then now I got to go warm my horse up, you know, yeah. and and now all your buddies and on that side, they're just like, well, we're just done, you know, we're gonna go home, yeah. And then because uh, they're lame and they only yeah. did one. And so side like I had arena. from the from a very start of it, I had those friends, and then I go get warm up my team roping horse. You were the then, coolest kid. And then I had those friends, so it was cool. You know what I mean? Because and they were all it was so different. You know? What I yeah. Mean? And then so like kind of growing up, and then you know obviously I hit a breaking point in my team roping where I was like I go to these team ropings and whether I have and I, I'm heading healing by the time I'm 12 yeah and I'm usually entering like the low numbered ropings and the healing and maybe sure. about this or I'd go back and forth or enter the higher numbered ropings in the head and get some yeah. better healers yep yep and uh you know, I'd make the short round a bunch, and my header would miss, and my mm-hmm. healer would miss, or my healer would rope a leg, or my header would break a barrier. Talk to me. And I, I mean, it. come on back. I mean, just back. Oh, team just, roping, and, right? And, and little did I know, I just wanted to win so damn bad. Yeah. And I was like, I'm tired of relying on uh, someone else to yep. win, to help me win. Yep. And and I'll say his name right now, Cooper Matthews. Oh yeah. He he was a good friend of mine, and he was a calf rope and little, boy, little bitty nasty. sucker at the time and man cooper was, cooper was little he made the he american when he was 16 yeah b-a-m-f He's a freak man yeah good friend go way back yeah then pro youth days man and uh he cheers he, to pro youth road and, and cooper he was you know and i was pretty little growing up too but he was like half the size of me yeah but he'd He's go out there and he small. would cut the neck on them holstein calves yeah. and go down there and nose them down and i mean stringing time and i mean i just thought Wait, that, they were holstein so you're saying yeah. if my horse wouldn't have bucked I would have had a whole scene at the end. Yeah, yeah, you probably more than likely would have had a black and white calf. Gosh, damn, I could have thrown Bellering for his mama on the end of it. But, uh, uh, Lucia, you messed it up again. <laughs> Son of a gun. But either way, that that's, you know, whenever we were friends and I was just rope, and he was team roping too, but yeah. his his deal was calf roping. And, and I was like, man, I'd just love to try this. And then obviously I had, you know, it seems like everything that I've really wanted to do in my life, someone's kind of stepped up and helped me. So I got a horse. Yep. A borrowed, basically a borrowed horse for however long you want. His name was Charlie. And he was 12 and a half hands tall. Cheers to Charlie. Cheers to Charlie. 12 and a half hands tall. One of the good, most good-looking little bay ponies. Mm-hmm. Had a mane down below his neck. Like if I was a horse. Yes. 12 Tra- hands. Tail drug the ground. Take overweight. He, yeah, he wasn't really chubby. <laughs> but, yeah. Just, was, I mean, no. just the everything you need in a horse to learn how to rope cats. That's you know so what good. I mean? And then once I started, maybe when I won my, it probably wasn't even in the tie down or open. It had to been in the breakaway or the ribbon yeah. open. But the first time that I reached out there and and stuck it on one yeah. and made a good run or whatever, I was like, "This is that awesome. feeling. This is awesome. Yeah, cool. Like I like this. This yep. is just me. Because when I nod my head, it's just just it feels like the heading, except for I'm not counting on anybody. Like I yeah. can go out here and it's 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 between me, this horse, and this calf. Yeah, so that's when I fell in love with the open calves because I was like. In a way, this is a sole event for me to sure. go compete and win, and and I can better myself 
right. at this. It's it's all about them feelings. It is. Right? It's Man. that feeling. We it talked is. about it. And uh, speaking of that feeling, tell us what your feeling was at your very first national finals rodeo. You're standing on the back of the buck and shoots. In the worst year, no, I don't want to say the mask worst on my year. Face. Yeah, I don't. As, yeah. I was going to say, I don't want to say it's the worst year to make the NFR because it's one of the most special years in like in history. Yeah, that yeah. Will always fifty be, fifty. But twenty twenty, I've I've said this since the beginning. I said you had to rodeo more to make less. Yep. To make the NFR, I went to a bunch of rodeos. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. did, and I did not win very much money. I mean, but that's it's still it's like because rodeos were having to cut their payout and yeah. everything of the sort. Well, whereas we were going to like sixty to eighty rodeos, and you know, probably fifty of them were ten thousand or more. Yeah, it was like we were going like eighty to ninety rodeos, and most of them were like five thousand or less. It was like wow. rodeo took a step back to twenty years ago or twenty right. years ago, yeah, where probably, everybody yeah, just rodeo. You'd be eighty-eight and. Win seven hundred fifty dollars and kill there in North Dakota or yep, somewhere and like be that. Thankful right. for it yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah. So back to his question: What, whenever you, and I'll I will ask this question on top of his question, the feelings of making the NFR at Globe Life Field in Arlington, yep. which tip of the hat to the PRCA and absolutely. everyone, Las Vegas events even yes. stepped up. Yep. Everybody who did that, like kudos. Yep. Could have not happened. It, uh, easily. Yep. Easily. That would have been the easiest way to do we it. Did, what, during when, we, when it was going on, we didn't even know if it would make it through 10 rounds. Yeah, exactly. It was like if we get through Testing round six. every day yep. and all that. They yeah. were like, if we make, oh it, if we make it through the, the first half of this, yep. the rounds will pay this. Yep. If we make it through all 10 rounds, the rounds will pay this. It's incredible to even think crazy. Like that yep. now that we're two years removed from I that. know. It doesn't even seem real. But compare the feelings to that year of making your very first get. You still got the back number. The yep. jacket and everything that goes it with it. Texas on it. It's pretty cool. And that is that pretty, is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. To last year, 2022, made your first Vegas NFR. Mm-hmm. Compare those feelings. Uh, I could not say that they're even remotely the same. Yeah. Totally different. Um, going into Texas, obviously, while we were rodeoing during COVID, we didn't know sure. where it was going to be until I think it was like late July. It was like, just like, by God, let us go somewhere. Yeah, it was like, please, man, we're, please we're, have it. We're pretty, yeah. I, and, and I always had pretty good faith that we were going to have a national finals rodeo, but like once it started getting tossed up that Vegas wasn't so high on doing that, we were like, what's going to happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? What the heck? And I was like, and I remember telling like, I remember me and Cole Reiner, we were talking about this and. I was like, because that was both both Phil's rookie year. Uh, actually, Cole's smarter than me, and he waited a year, so I had. So my your rookie year was in 19? nineteen, and his was in twenty. Who won the rookie in nineteen? Garrett Shadbolt. Son of a gun! I thought he was eighteen. Nope. Garrett Shadbolt. Garrett. Typical what did they call somebody? It was, it was no shit for the while. Most okay. for the longest time, it was me. It, and that, believe it or not, that was Jess Pope's rookie year. I do remember that. I and, do remember and, that. And I think, if I remember right, Jess was winning it for the first half of the year. Yeah. And all through the summer, late into the summer, I was winning it. And then Garrett Shadbolt had one of the best Septembers, I think, of any The Merryman from oh, Nebraska. Yeah, and, good old, and I'll just go ahead and uh, shitbolt is what shit, we call him. What you, the, who were we <laughs> hanging was, out with the other night? I don't, I don't remember. Oh, man. my God. They said that. We said, yeah, Shadbolt's pretty cool. Shadbolt. 
Oh, oh, he was Reiner. It was Reiner. Yes, it was, was Cole. He was sitting. Right, we were playing cards. That's right. And He's... I'm, I'm sure Garrett's not. <laughs> not I mean, who could be fond of that nickname? But I will say that guy. He's a heck of a guy. He's oh, so yeah. nice. So he's a great bareback rider and a great cowboy. If I, he walked I, up to us I right really now, like I'd be Garrett. like, "Sir, do you need some money?" <laughs> like he doesn't look. Hey man, do you need an Uber? <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> well, Trent Montero. That's the best part about him. But he's so unassuming. But yep. he's a beast. But yeah. He oh is yeah. A and he tries. I have his no bad things to say about that guy. Every single time, like but, we're talking smack, he's not even here. But I but I won't even call him Shad Boulder Garrett. I will call him <laughs> Shit Bolt till we till he retires. Dude, that's that's like the thing though with all these bareback riders right now. Like any one of them at any point is is just a beast. Yeah. Right. Even sh- it's, it's come a long way. I'm gonna say Bolt. <laughs> yes, like I, I, I don't <laughs> feel like I'm. He's a, I don't feel like I'm worthy of the shit. Well, he's a chemistry. He's yeah. got a ki- degree in he, chemistry. Oh, he's smart. ten times smarter than he. He's a other. wrestler. He's done it all. But yeah, uh, no. But back to those NFR feelings. Yeah. Um, Texas. It was like okay. I made the NFR. I'm at the NFR. Do I feel like I'm at the NFR? Yep. No. Yeah. I no. don't really feel like I'm at the NFR. Really. No, and I, I I remember sitting in my hotel room and being like, man, like this is it. Like I have my back number right here. We're mm-hmm. fixing to go head to head. And it's like this is the national finals rodeo. Yeah, right. But it just doesn't feel well. Sure. It doesn't feel like the feeling I wanted to feel. Yep. But I was like, it's still the same whether we whether this rodeo goes full ten rounds or not. Sure. Like I'm still going to compete with the best fourteen other bareback riders in the world with the best bucking horses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get it on. Yeah. Flash forward. You know, wanting to hopefully to go back to Vegas the following year, and thank yeah. God it did. Yeah, and you know, I, and I had a back deal and didn't go. And following year, um, I'm like, all right, well, that's not going to happen again. I want to go. <laughs> I'm really wanting to go see what it's like in, yeah. in Las Vegas, Nevada, and um, that place. I would find it very hard to believe that they could ever match the electricity. Oh, you can't. I don't know. I don't. I, I hate the word "can't," but I just it would be super, super hard to match what that uh, building. I feel like it's the, mainly the building. It is, and it's, and the history in that building is thick. It's not the nicest building. It's not. It's not the fanciest no, building. Mm-mm. But it's the NFR. It's the history it's, of it. It's the Wrangler NFR in Las Vegas, Nevada. Eighty-five. Yes. For thirty-seven years, world champions have been crowned there. Generations. Mm. That's yeah. the place. The house the last that Joe built. Bingo. For the last four decades. So even for you, like the house that Joe built, it's not Bobby Mode, it's not Casey Field, it's Joe Beaver. Yeah. So it's like all of those, the guys that we look up to and the guys that are heroes and our inspirations and have paved the way per se, they've all competed. They've nodded their head out of those shoes. Yes. Or at the yep. end of the yep. end of the yep. arena. All There's something guys. special. Clint Corey, about that. I mean I mean and obviously Damn whenever I, I was when I, all those guys and I, Deb, did I you could, say Deb Greeno? Yeah, the Mon- world champion. Yeah. Come on, oh, yeah. yeah, Deb Greeno. I mean, great. he wouldn't know that. <laughs> I knew that. You did not. I know who. I you know question me. You no, said, I didn't. Did he say Deb? I Greeno? thought you said Jeb Zeno. <laughs> oh, okay. And yeah. that's an Italian guy in Weatherford. Oh, he, yeah, he's Zeno's on the, the square. The, best the, Italian food in Weatherford. Yeah. Wayne the, Herman. I mean, the list goes on. I and and I great I, movie. I go <laughs> I go back and are you talking about the football coach on Remember the Titans? Wayne Herman, bro. Oh, he had McDonald's chaps. 
Did he really? Yes. And on his shirt, he was sponsored. He had the gold. They call it the golden arches. <laughs> then he was sponsored by McDonald's. Yeah, that's incredible. He had the golden arches on his chaps and his shirt. That was far before Impossible Burgers ever yeah. entered the equation. Matt Tyler, Waterburger. Oh yes, oh, Matt no. Tyler. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How cool would that have been? Amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. That would cool. be terrible for my health. <laughs> <laughs> but when you first made it to the NFR in Vegas, yeah. that's when it. And I even texted you, and I was so excited for you. Yep. Because it was like the one in 2020 was awesome. Like, sure. and we're all grateful for it. Yep. But when you go to Vegas and you experience Ooh. the South Point and you experience Ooh. the Grand Entry yep. and everything like that, it's like, that, I guess you guys don't experience the Grand Entry, but. Well, thank God. It's well, still. Because <laughs> everybody gets bucked yeah, off. We still, we still have. Tonight, to, to yeah, we almost got bucked off. Hey, no. Hey, rode and, the shit out of him. I'm almost certain that was the same horse that tried to buck. Uh, Creek Young off or some the victory lap horse? Yes. Did you see uh, that in the steer wrestling? Uh, yeah, Sam. Wasn't it Sam? Sam Powers? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't Sam Powers. It was Who was uh, it? I didn't Cash see. Rob. Cash Rob. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I missed it. But, but it was the same bald face horse it was, that it the was, bull rider. I guarantee it was, it was the same bald face yeah. horse. Binion said it was the same horse. That tried yeah. to buck the guy off in the yeah. Granite Tree this year. Hey, you got to hang the iron to them victory lap horses. <laughs> he did. I think he, he lapped the well, Bailey Simpson Miss Rodeo Texas. And she's oh so adorable. God. She never stopped smiling. And this like bears hat whip and laughs. Just, well, I told her, I said, you want to race? And she goes, uh, <laughs> she goes, no. I don't think I'm and allowed was, to do that. She goes, no. And I was like, I was like, I know you're riding a better horse than me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'll take the outside if you'll race me. And, and she goes, okay. And I was like, all right, let's do it. This is how cowboy he is. She makes a half lap, and you see Leighton all the way to the time event and comes around and beats her still. <laughs> I don't think I did. You did. I did? At the gate, you did. You got her at the line. Oh. I mean, we're saying it on the podcast, so it's got to be true. Well, I didn't want any of us to take a knee off on the bucket sheet, but <laughs> <laughs> I am that competitive, though. But when you made it in 2022... The feeling was different. That felt like my first NFR. Yeah. You know, re regardless. And that's crazy because it's still you're riding against the best guys, yep. best horses, obvi obviously different venue. And, and that has nothing to do with anything else. That, that I mean, I, I couldn't thank the PRCA enough yeah. for, for what they did yep. to, to make it happen in Texas. For sure. Um, but and, and even though that I'll never forget that experience, I, I mean, just to have a jacket. Yeah, sure. and everything that says Texas oh on it. I mean, it's, that may never history. happen. Again. It may yeah. never happen again. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say what I think. But uh, I, I hope it. So I love Las Vegas. I do too. And and, and and as much as I love Texas, and everybody knows. It, oh my God! And, and yes. how, how could you not? Um, I, I hope that I, I hope the NFR never leaves Las right. Vegas. And, yeah. and like I said before, that the electricity, the energy is unmatched there, and and it does obviously play a factor whenever you've been growing up. Watching yeah. all the old, <laughs> yeah. I, I've watched tapes from '85. Yeah, oh, I bet I've watched every single year up until you know this year. So many times I can't even count, and yeah. just that's what you just you, you're there every. Yeah. You know when you wake up in the morning as a little kid wanting wanting to be there. You're that's there. it. That's you just it. and then when I got there, it was just. I will say the only thing that was the same is both my experiences. Mm -hmm. When I crawled in the buck and shoot, and granted, this is hard to say because, boy, did my first horse at the last year's NFR not go the way I wanted it to. <laughs> but the feeling of, like, having been there and, like, the, hey, you need to, like, kind of get it going on here. Like, why are you so calm? Mm. Feeling, I had both of those feelings at my first <laughs> NFR. And what's funny is, <laughs> is at my first NFR, 
when I run my hand in, they had to change pickup men. Oh. And, and, Hold on. Hold and on. Yeah. at my second first NFR, they had to change oh, pickup men. So I was in there for like kind of a long time, you know, because you have to have your hand run in before the horse yep. goes out. And I'm not. So you're just thinking, let me out. Yeah. <laughs> let me out. Yeah. And I'm not wanting Tom to yell at me. <laughs> So I'm, I'm like, you know, <laughs> like when they nod their head, I'm running my hand in, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I see late in the night at the second round and we're walking down the tunnel and I go, dude. And he goes, I wasn't nervous last night. I'm freaking changing it tonight. I'm going to get nervous. <laughs> I'm going to get nervous tonight. And then he just goes out there and just spur bath. Thank God. Because I go, I literally like our eyes just met. I didn't have to say anything. And I, I don't think like, we stopped walking. No, I was just like. What the fuck yeah. are you doing? I'm pretty sure you're not that bad. <laughs> no, you're not. Like, you look like you've never been on You've one. never done this, yeah. Like, you've done this. Yeah. You know what yeah. to do. This is your second time here. And if you're you not known to break under pressure either. No. Yeah. And he's just clutch. And he was like, we're fixing that. And he, like, and I could see it in his eyes. And then for honest to God, so I would talk to some bareback riders in the, lo- in the, in the hallway there. Mm-hmm. Leighton would walk by, move out. Move out of the way. There was a handful of guys, and it was incredible to watch. The moments before they ride, they go warm up, they come back, they get taped. You can see it where you just, you know, I'm not doing an interview with you. I'm not going to ask you to do a selfie yeah. with me. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got, like you on my move mind. out of the way right. because it's terrifying. Sure. Like bareback riders, they're intense guys. Holy the intense cow. guys. Yeah. They're, it's, it's incredible. The about, level of intensity. I love. I it's like love watching. We're fixing it, the scrap. Yeah, fixing, I, we're fixing to do or like die. The way you're looking di- at me we're fixing like the that. I am not. I love watching bareback riders warm up before the rodeo because that's you can, odd. You, well, no, you can see that look though. Mm-hmm. They get that look and they flip that switch. Yeah, and it's game time. You yeah. know what I mean? Focus. It's game it's, time. it's. Would you would you quantify that as as focus or like? Getting into the mode of like blocking everything out and just because I even we did an interview beforehand and I'm almost like sometimes cautious to ask bareback riders because I know they're first out and it's 20 minutes for the show. But 20 minutes to me is like whatever. Right. But 20 minutes to a bareback rider, knowing the physical preparation, the mental preparation. It's all not I don't necessarily plan it out, but I obviously have a time regimen. Yeah. We're like, all right, I'm going to get there, check my equipment real quick and then. Once I take my pre workout, yeah, usually. Ooh, so and that's another or, thing I or learned. Pour my pre workout to my code drink. word cocaine. Yeah, no, <laughs> that I'm bucked kidding. up. No, so what kind of pre workout do you use? Um, well, power, I do. Power I really, I do like Casey's Power Pro pre workout, but so I've not had that yet. It's really I've good. It's really good. Lotion. I've had um, the CBD, but, which was like, <laughs> yeah, very I mean, nice. Different effect. <laughs> His CBD way. lotion. It makes you good. Um, but. And, and it's a great pre-workout. It almost feels like more of like a focus type pre-workout. Yeah. Uh, I kind of prefer the itchy, tingly. The tingly. The <laughs> tingles. The so tingles. that's what I was literally going to say. One time Rocker comes out of there and Rocker's high strung. And he's sponsored by Bucked Up now, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And he's like, and he's bouncing. And I'm like. Oh, that's he, just Rocker. No, I, I know, but I'm like, dude, what do you got? And he had a little bit l- I'm left. All, of, I'm all bucked up. Yeah, and he's like, I'm all bucked up. And I'm like, okay, no more cussing. You've done enough. And he's like, no, <laughs> no I'm no, bucked up. Real. And I go, I get it. Buy it. <laughs> bucked You'll up. You'll love it. 
You'll yeah. get it. And I go, are you starting to feel the tinglys? He's like, it's coming up. I can feel it. And it was literally like a like a weird moment in our relationship. <laughs> He's like, it's getting to my face now. <laughs> it's running up my leg. Exactly. <laughs> Lucia, come here. I need to headbutt somebody. Yeah. That's it's, funny. It's a bit of an extreme pre-workout. But I, and, and I, I pride myself on being a guy that I don't need pre-workout to, yeah. to ride bucking horses. Yeah. I could get on tired hungover yeah. Ooh. what whatever you want I, have you done that have you had to get on a one hungover unfortunately yeah. really see i feel like i would be so terrible at that there's some people uh, some of my some of the best bareback rides i've i've, I've ever had loose well i've been just like i don't want to do this i feel terrible boy i want to throw up right now i was just but, and i'm about to strap one of the rankest horses on the planet. You know what's weird is some athletes And I regret like, everything I did the night before. <laughs> some athletes, like, feel they perform better when they're hungover. John Daly said he's <laughs> a professional golfer. Example. No, he, 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 he said, like, when I was setting course records, when I was going out shooting my lowest rounds, I was barefoot, hungover, puking, Feeling chugging like beers. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, I don't know what so I don't think that's, that's a consistent. Though. Feel tough, right? Tough. <laughs> Feel tough, right? <laughs> like, how much convincing do you have to do to yourself right then? I've played golf. <laughs> the only thing I've ever done hungover was play golf. And I did oh, shoot I one of the best rounds of my really? life because I wasn't trying to just kill the ball. I right. was just trying to advance You're the ball. You were trying to get through your life. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to not die. Yeah, trying not to die. Like, but yeah. our, our hangovers are probably different than somebody who's, like, actually in shape. An athletic <laughs> specimen. And has a normal heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> My heart rate when I'm hungover is like dealing with cholesterol. Yeah, just beating like in your head. Borderline. Okay, is this a heart attack or am I just hungover? Let's go. I can. We, I can feel our, it in my face. Is my liver shutting down or is this just a normal? Do I have a headache? His is just like we're hungover. Whatever. Yeah, but I, you it, also remember it how, what it's me. like to be 23. Man, it's so long ago. <laughs> yeah, but I like, know. man, I thought that that 21 to 23 would be pretty similar. It's not. Well, as you get older, bad news, kid. Yeah, it's bro. not those hangovers to last for two days. It's and that other day in which I did get on a pretty good, like maybe month long, and like I don't, I, I, I don't drink like a no, lot. No, you don't. No, but you don't. but you know, I dang sure like to have sure. a good day and sure. have, have a beer too. Yeah, while yeah, I cool cook beer. my steak or whatever. I'm a cowboy at the end of the day. It don't matter. By I'm golly, a, I'm a. Spit over there and drink this beer or whatever, you know. Go I mean? pee over there. Yeah, I'm gonna go pee on that tree and and or that know. camper that said Montana yeah. right next <laughs> to my camper. <laughs> to whichever one. Just say that like we 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 pause to take a take a pee break yeah. and and we're in a nice nice camper. Yeah. <laughs> Lucius, I, yeah, it's, it's the bathroom's right there. I'm good. I'll go outside. Leighton, literally, before I could get, you can use this bathroom. He's like, I'll find a place outside. I'm good. Like, I'm good. Must I'm be nice. Good yeah. I'm good out here. Yeah. <laughs> It goes all the way back to peeing on fires. Oh man, we're it getting goes. to some fun stuff here. Yeah, yeah. So fun. let's uh, let's take another break, and uh, are we done? What did you give me the signal? I wasn't sure of the signal. I, I've yeah. seen Joe Rogan podcast go up to three hours. No, we're not. So done here's by what any we're means. gonna do. We got to get to the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. Yeah, we've yet to do that. One more pee break and then fun we'll get stuff. There. Yes, yeah, one yes. more pee break and then <laughs> and then the fun stuff. This is Cowboy Mafia with Anthony, Lucia, Brad, Narducci, and our special guest, Bareback Jack. Leighton Berry. Are you bringing us back? Well, I thought you were. Are we back? Let's let Leighton bring us back. Leighton, you bring us back. Yeah, come on back. We're, <laughs> yeah, back. Okay. we're back. Come on back, <laughs> Boy, you guys are nailing this we're back <laughs> thing. Welcome back to uh, 
There it is. The Cowboy Mafia with Anthony Lucia, Brad Narducci, our, <laughs> our amazing guest. <laughs> pew, pew. Should have that sound effect. We're going to add that in later. Yeah. Oh, we, um, sorry. Leighton has been so good, we might just have to make him like a co-host. I mean, I think anywhere we go that he's at, he needs to be the third. Because we have more mics. We can have somebody sitting next to, next to myself. Oh, yeah. I could be like your... The Jamie to your Joe Rogan. You could be the guy eating the pudding. His name is Jamie, right? Jamie, yeah. 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 What's the... Hey, Jamie, pull that up. Pull that up, Jamie. <laughs> What's the deal where the guy's super serious, he's got long hair, and he's talking, then randomly... The the, no, then Are there's a guy in the corner eating pudding or something. Oh, that's uh, Caleb Presley. <laughs> Barstool Sports. Barstool. Barstool. Yeah. Hell of a deal. Talk- I don't I don't follow a whole lot of that <laughs> of stupid shit on Instagram, but that is one of them. You're that talking is- about sweaty balls. Oh, that man, guy, sweaty balls. oh my god, and it's no sense. It's just whatever. He's just <laughs> so over there. Stupid. He's dressed in a diaper and a bib, whatever. eating pudding. People love the shit, and it's oh my. And they have like the He's highest, like pro- ice cream, or the yeah. highest oh, profile of celebrities yeah. and yeah. pro golfers, Morgan whatever. Wallen and Max <laughs> Homa. No, yeah, we don't have that. We have late incredible. Guys. Who's gonna be yeah. over there doing push-ups? Who's and better, you know, yeah, we got Layton. champion living. <laughs> you, are you a champion li- champion living guy? You know, I uh, I get asked that quite a bit. Um, I'm it's actually not okay, but um, I'm not judging. It's you. fine. No, but I if am. You want to sign up? Use uh, code Lucia. Yeah, yeah. They, they've not. I've not reached that point of my physical <laughs> well, potential. And I for can't them give me a code. <laughs> I can't say that I haven't used Doug because Doug yeah. has actually had a, a spinal fusion. Um, so, I did not so know. N- that. Most people do not, and I don't know how, and I don't know when. But wow, but he has. I like um, Doug. Doug's, Doug's a good Doug's guy. Doug's a great guy. Doug is a great guy. Great Doug guy. Champion is who we're talking about. Um, Richie Champion's well, older he's brother. He's just not one of those freaking guys on your Instagram being like, I mean, just telling you all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, he's just not. He's the, not that guy. The he, way I say he's it. He's like, this is the real. He gets it. Real. He yep. gets yep. it. Yep. Let's be real for a second. Yep. If you want to be better, this is how you <laughs> exactly. get better. Right. There's no, you don't. And that's why I respect that guy. There's yeah. no cutting corners. Yeah. Practicality. Yes, there, there's yep. different ways to go about it, but hard work. Yep. You know what You know what I like about Doug? He's Brad one knows the most, Doug. He's one of the most genuous guys I've ever met in my life. <laughs> he's real. He don't bullshit Very you Very genuous. Listen. Don't bullshit Listen. Now, Rich, now Richmond, on the other hand. Richmond. Now, uh, oh, that guy. That, we're we're going to need a, another podcast to get into Richmond. Yeah, I was about to say. That might be. His <laughs> that needs to be. Wife, yes. Paige. Way, oh. way better mm-hmm. person. Do you think so? Yeah. Because she can be really hurtful with her words. Yeah, but she's just so much smarter than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> she's not even intending to. Okay, hurt. so you're she just says words do basic math, and, and I'm I, like, and I you don't, jerk. I don't say that because she can whip my ass. I say it because <laughs> that girl's smart. So the whole reason my camper is tilted right now is because Paige is squatting the offside of this. I believe that. <laughs> and the legs on that girl. That that girl, she's amazing. I love Paige and I love Richie. Yeah. Um. Okay. Back to you. We've talked about those things, and I've been teasing this since we started. And I actually think it's better now that we've gotten through this. Well, we just I, wanted to keep the people around. Yeah. yeah. It's smart. It's radio business. It's provocative. It's, I know how it, goes. it gets the people going. Okay, so talk about, in high school, you've talked a lot about rodeo and different things like that. What was Leighton Berry like in the social scheme of high school? <laughs> Were you cool? <laughs> That's what we <laughs> want to know. Were you cool? No. No. <laughs> no, what? no yes, way. Yes, there's hope for the rest of us. No way, dude. <laughs> you were not. No. No, I was not cool. And, and how were you uncool? Were you just nerdy or were you? Definitely not nerdy. Did you just not care? 
Uh, there was a good bit of that. It's funny to look back on how much I did not give a shit <laughs> as a kid. When I, cause, cause now I, I mean, I find myself giving a shit all the time, of course, right? Whether yeah, I like it yeah. or not, but that do, comes yeah. with being a professional. But like, right. but, but lots of things. Like I used to like cleaning. I mean, I think this would probably be any young man, boy, whatever. You Maybe call it. cleaning like up your room or wherever you're living or <sighs> doing long any of that is yeah. just like the worst thing <laughs> possible. The, the worst. The worst. You're just like, man, <laughs> I will do. Anything else? Anything? Else. Perfect example. And Anthony's camper. <laughs> Anthony's camper. <laughs> I and like this and is fairly clean. and you know now I'm just like you know really tidy and neat and it's just like it's just something that I can't get rid of and I mean so do you do you think that developed through maturation or do, now do you think you're OCD or like did you develop OCD or I think I did I really truly <laughs> think I did and it's not because of anybody that I hung out with because most of my friends growing up were absolute slobs <laughs> and 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 it didn't matter because like I mean I mean I just like I remember like the first truck I had I did not I did not carry it yeah I didn't put a trash bag in oh. the in the glove box of my truck and throw all my trash in it. Hell Didn't no. Didn't it every other No, the, town, the yeah. trash was either going in the back seat or in the floorboard <laughs> of the passenger side. Yes. It did not matter. And, yes. And I I didn't want it to stink, but like <laughs> but I didn't care. I didn't care. There was always gonna be extra clothes in the back seat or I've had a camper on my truck since I was sixteen, so well, I guess I've always been pretty prideful of like having a clean truck, but when you walk back into my camper, it was just a whole another story. Right, because all, right. all my shit was back there. <laughs> Tell us, did uh, did high school late very party? Did you party? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. He just gave yes. me the weirdest look, yeah. and I didn't hate it because I yeah. felt like I was watching Maverick <laughs> from Top Gun go get in the back. You did. We're right. about to blow you this. Yeah, right. We yeah. did. Uh, Lucia's probably probably seen. I've not. I've not some, seen that. I've oh, seen, really? I've seen you have yeah. fun. Yeah. But you when you were in high school, obviously we weren't at the same parties because I were was you wild? School. Well. Well, and and I'm not. Oh here. no! It ricked your house. Yeah, I have seen it, you dirty say, dog. Yeah, you know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even getting yeah. into Richter. You, you want to remember? You know how old I was that Let's year? Time out. Yeah. We're not getting yeah, into okay. this right now. Too many things. Happen. We don't provoke and we don't condone yeah. underage drinking. But if yeah. you do, <laughs> have a. Oh, great I was day. high on life, baby. Richter's house was, and. uh Still is. I, it's is it <laughs> is it? Is. Nothing's changed. I never saw so how many young bull riders I was, live in that house. Yeah. I think I was homeschooled. I didn't move out of my with away from my dad until I was twenty three because I helped him and worked with him and sure. allowed him to continue his career because sure. I, he was older. Whatever. Different deal. When I moved out, Will George introduced me to Chase Richter. Yep. And for the year of aught eight and aught nine, you guys would be somewhat close in age, right? Yeah. So what you, what year did you graduate? I don't remember. Two thousand three. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy, that's not oh three. <laughs> what year did you graduate? Seventeen. Okay, bro. What year did you graduate? Oh eight. Really? Okay, so you're five years younger than me, you dork. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's not that much. Think I'm about being. Be think dad. about being five years older than your wife. How old I, there you go. There I am you go. six years older than my wife. Are you really? Yeah. Oh. His wife like twenty three <laughs> for you. <laughs> Best case scenario, you answered it that way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I you're mean, I'm proud of that yeah, fact. You're welcome. Though. Yeah. You when I got that. when I when well I guess I was thirty and my wife was twenty four so I felt like Man. I was winning. Yeah, you're a baller. So you're you're almost forty. <laughs> 
No, I'm not almost 40. I'm going to be 38. <clears throat> That's almost 40. No, is it not? it's not. That's a, like on the backside of 40. doesn't matter. It's still as a pro rodeo announcer, I'm the young guy. <laughs> yeah, I was about young to say, <laughs> you're the youngest by 20 years. You and Garrett are the babies. Oh, my yeah. God. And Garrett's 10 years younger than me. Really? He's like, a, yes, he's 28. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. He's a child. He's a Not baby. that I think he's super old, but I didn't know that. We went to Michael's well, one time, Garrett and I. He tried to order mini corn dogs. Michael's I, I that. at the 100%. South Point. Are you kidding me? I am kidding. Okay. But like that's how he is though. Like, hey, uh, do you have the mini I corn dogs Garrett. or the chicken dinosaurs? I love Garrett. <laughs> no. No, but all right. So back to high back school. Back to that question in high school. Um, so this came apart with, you know, I fifteen years old, full of testosterone. Want, oh man, I'm having to take pills for that now. Wanting to get on some bears. <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> I'm roping calves, and, and I think something in me, even before I started riding bareback horses, I just, and I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not, I obviously, I play on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. No calf ropers aren't wimps in a light term to call Do them. Do people her. think that? People think Oh, my that. gosh, yes. People really? think that. I, so, um, I've... Calf ropers and team ropers fall in the same aspect. Whoa, and, and, and time like, out. No, it so does. It does. You there are, are speaking lies right now. No, and I said I'm not. speaking. I I think I there, think the only as a, as a guy, not you biased never, opinion here. I think the only timed event where people don't think they're complete. Seriously, wrestlers. Yeah. 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 Excuse my language. Yeah. If you've never heard the term Say pussy it. team roper or pussy calf roper, I feel like then, I, then you haven't rodeoed. Leighton, I've used that more than once. want to thank everybody Lucia. for tuning in to Cowboy <laughs> I've used yeah. that more than once to describe <laughs> Lucia. It's Are you happened. kidding me? It's happened. It's, it's been said. I've heard it from man and female, and, okay. and, and it's, it's, right. it's and happened. Okay. Like, and that's okay. No, but, it's not okay. But, but here I am. I've done I've done both sides. I I know what both sides are like. Yeah, I've met plenty of bareback riders that are straight up and down. Mm-hmm. Shit bolt. I wouldn't <laughs> no. call shit bolt pussy. No, no, shit nay. Because he's a hard he, pass. He's a state champ wrestler. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd mess with that, that guy. Not messing with that guy. No, I'm he, not he's 130 pounds, but he he could probably wad me in a knot. To be honest, I'm not messing with any yeah. bareback. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna. Yeah, I've 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 had my seen my fair share of. You know, and here I, I'm talking to the guy. But I feel like that's in any event. There's yeah, guys there that, is, that don't yes. want to jump yeah. in the bulldog, and they're the toughest guys in the world, but don't want to yeah. jump if everything's it's not perfect. At the end of the day, we're rodeo athletes. Everybody's pretty damn tough exactly. to do with we, they do. But, you and I but are when rodeo you, athletes. when you're talking about on, the le- <laughs> on a level, when you're trying to... <laughs> I mean, yeah. we're, we're both When you're trying to chew on concrete like J.B. Mooney. Bingo. You know Eat I mean? some concrete. But That's th- what I tell myself. And then every you day. see some of these things and then happen. I ate a donut. Hey, if, if I didn't walk in the locker room this very night of this podcast and didn't call myself a pussy, I'd be lying. Really? Absolutely. You did tonight. Ab- absolutely. Really? Was that I texted before my dad after? that. I- after. After. Okay. No, I never, like, never before. We might before, need to talk if before. that was no, before. No, the ride. no. After I told myself I was a, a BAMF. And then right. uh, I got off, and the first thing I did was grab my phone and I texted my dad. I said, man, what a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> what did you? So I want to know this. What was your dad's reply? Uh, I could pull it up my phone and look. It was something pretty technical. Um, yeah, you it were. Was, it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Cade's uh, my favorite. Yeah, yeah, Macy. You don't see Casey um, doing that. <laughs> no, exactly. It, uh, no, he did break it down for me right there, and that's he, cool. He, he basically told me what I did wrong. And yeah, I kind of knew that. Besides the fact of being a pussy, but. But I'm not a pussy. I just had a. Moment. No, you're not. I'm no, not, you're not. I'm not. And I know I'm not. But I, I did, I did. 
But this is the glory of this rodeo, and this is what I tell everybody that I talk to. Three rounds, it may seem like not a lot, but in the rodeo world, it's a lot. when you get three rounds, yep. there's, uh, I mean, Fort Worth is two. Yep. Houston is three, maybe. This is my favorite rodeo because it's three rounds. Houston it's, is three. Yeah. Um, and, and Houston is. But there's nowhere similar, else in the year. Nope. nope. No. Where no, it's this, that. Nope. No, this is it. And and just like every, you know, every year I've come here, last year I just drew across the board so good. I won, I won two rounds, and I think I was second or third in the other round. Um. And the year before that, I I think I was like set uh, under eighty points on both of them, and then won one round in advance. But they yep. went on to win like fifteen thousand. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. And barely like I won so twenty five hundred it pays. I won yep. one round in my set, and then when San Antonio was over, I won fifteen thousand. Gosh dang! So like that's, that's how this look. that's how that's this incredible. rodeo is. D- no different than last night. I won a round, so I'm twenty five hundred in. Yep. Like I bucked off tonight, and then tomorrow I got a bucker, and anything could happen. So like exactly. I'm, anything. I may only be twenty five hundred in, but when this is over, I could be the champion of San Antonio. Absolutely, yeah, probably, right. will, probably will be. I mean, I mean, let's do it. I'm yeah. betting on you. Cool I'm betting on. You. <laughs> I mean, let's do it. But it's uh, that's that's the cool thing about this rodeo. Um, but I don't want to get too deep in the weeds on this rodeo. I want to also talk yeah. about back to your high school days mm-hmm. because this is so intriguing. Yep. So, do you remember your first girlfriend? Um, like high school girlfriend. Yeah, high school. Yeah, how I old do. were you? Uh, I would have been fourteen. Brad, oh. how old were you? I think I was like nineteen. <laughs> I was fourteen years old. Um, for 20, sure. twenty-one. And in case anybody's wondering, <laughs> no, yes, yes, I swear. And uh, you know, and and she ran barrels. And uh, okay, of course. And, All right, I like this. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and talk to me on a scale. We're talking one to ten. Where was she on the scale? Don't well, use her name. I won't use her name. So I would rate my current girlfriend Cody. She's a, a seventeen sol- uh, out of a ten scale. Uh, well, Twenty six. That's why she likes you so much, Lisa. <laughs> I was I was gonna go with a solid eleven plus yeah, on a scale yeah, of okay. ten. She's great. Uh, she she is. She's great. She's one of the prettiest girls I've ever laid eyes on. Um, yep. In high school. Um, and it's, we're all good friends now. This is, you know, I, we're, we're, we're in it now, friends. boys. Yeah, we're in the now. We're, we're all adults now. Give it to us. Um, Lane. But, Give it to uh, us. No, she was, she was extremely pretty. Uh, for then I, I was doing pretty good for myself and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> he's dancing. He sounds like a politician. Like, okay. I want to preface. Did, like, I did not uh, inhale. She didn't have natural hair. So. Just tell us. Just quit dancing. No, I was I was kind of like that's where I hit a point where I was I was riding barebacks, yeah, roping calves, team roping, winning the all around. Just a badass. Still, da- you're still dancing. Radios, I, <laughs> give I was, us give us a number. Let him go. He's going. Uh, how hot was she? I mean, she was dang sure pretty. She- <laughs> <laughs> tell us. I don't I don't know. Okay, I, this started to do. This was a long time ago. <laughs> okay, uh, to fourteen year old Layton. Yeah, she would have been. <clears throat> She would have been the hottest girl any other fourteen year old boy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. She was Cindy Crawford. Absolutely. You probably, do you know who Cindy Crawford is? Absolutely. Okay. Now I feel. I the feel mole. better. Yeah. Mole. No. The mole. No. At it the time. Beauty, at the time. Mark. At the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pam Anderson. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> basically. I mean, basically. What's the other one? The Carmen. Not Carmen Carmen Electra. Carmen. Al- Come on. Yeah. Come Stop. on. Okay. We're gonna cut this. And, and, be- and, anyway, and believe it or not, that was that was the only girlfriend that I had um, before I met Cody. Really? Yep. Two girlfriends. That's it. 
He's an honest in man. Nine years. Yep. That's He's right. an honest man. And you've been but, with Cody for a while now, huh? We're, yep. We're coming up on two years of dating. So wow. Goodness gracious. So yep. you're 21. Whenever when you started dating Cody, I met Cody at the NFR in uh, Texas. Oh, yep. That's cool. And we started that dating about three or four months after that. You bet. Yep. And she is from Skiatook? Skiatook, Oklahoma. Skiatook. Near Tulsa area. Okay. Yep. Nice. Country girl. You bet. You bet. And she's a freaking model. Oh, dear. For crying out loud. Well, look at him. Okay, yeah. let's not well, get. No. Let's not he looks get like weird. An American Eagle. Okay, and real. We this I, is one of the segments we wanted to get into, and we've talked about the girls, whatever. You're welcome, Brad. Um, one of the things we wanted to get into was traveling tendencies. Traveling tendencies. Okay. Right. Do you travel with other bareback riders? I do. Um, <clears throat> who are your traveling partners? My current traveling partner is Caleb Bennett. He is a Montana bad guy. Boy. He's works a out Montana so much. boy. He is a he is a champion living fitness trainer. Yeah, he does not do champion living fitness workouts. He is a trainer of champion yeah. fitness. Yeah, he creates it. He creates that stuff. And, he invented uh, athletics. And and so far, and I have changed my traveling partners pretty well every year that I've rodeoed. And why is that? Do you have commitment yeah, yeah. issues? I I do not at all. Um, <laughs> like, are they dirty? You're like, okay. Well, he I do not at all, up. he says. Well, I mean, obviously things have changed for both me and my traveling partners throughout the years. Sure. I, I've, I can say for sure that I've traveled with some of the best guys. Yep. And um, and and still to this day, the, all the guys that I've traveled with, like, there was never any hard feelings. And we're still, like, yeah, dang sure brothers to this day would you say team or i'm sorry would you say bareback riding and steer wrestlers are the two closest knit groups because steer wrestlers we all know anybody who's watched a rodeo seen a rodeo been around rodeo because it's both of those events are so unique i I would say i mean it's pretty hard like because the bronc riders have a great camaraderie they do for sure but like i mean i feel like the bareback riding and the Bronco. I feel like it's a have, band of brothers. It really is. Like it really feels. But like but like those steer wrestlers, like that's like I mean, it's like I said, it's such a unique event. Yeah. Like they're not getting on bucking stock and they're not roping anything. Like yep. it's it's the only event that's like that. So they kind of have to be yeah. a band of brothers. Like I, I would not want to be a steer wrestler like breaking any codes and not having friends and that sure, event. Right, you know what I mean? Right. No different than the bareback. Those riding. guys will lock up just for the fun of it. Yeah, which is so, awesome. Yeah, awesome they're one of the few groups now. every year. That's I've heard those stories. It's awesome. So they're one of the few Pendleton groups. Occasionally. So I've heard all the stories from my dad back whenever he rodeoed in, you know, whatever. He was seventies, eighties, sixties even. Um I'm sure not much has changed. Not with the sea wrestlers. Right. All the other events have gotten yes. uh I don't wanna they've gotten uh what's the word? Pussified. Mm. I, God, we're cutting <laughs> that's, the I, I, that's, that's the word. That's the word. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a different era, and that's sure, fine, yeah. and that's good, right? We've evolved as humans sure. where we don't just, yeah. hey, I don't like your hat. You want to fight right yeah. now? Let's okay, let's do it. it. Take on. your shirt off. Yeah, exactly. All right, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's a real thing. Like, my dad would tell me stories. Like, they would get, like, somebody would accidentally stumble over somebody's spur in the locker room. Yeah. They'd fight. You and not me. even like, and not even like, hey, I, I, I'm we're fighting because I want to kill you and I hate you. It was like, no, let's just 
fight. It's a Tuesday. Let's just, at let's 10. just fight. Let's just yeah. fight. Yeah. Why not? Let's fight. I think well. I'm a little better than you. You think you're a little better yep. than me. Let's fight. And then after that, we'll be mad for like five seconds, and then we'll probably it's, be friends. And then they'll be best friends for life. And then yeah. they and then we'll tell the story in twenty years and in Lucia's Toter home. Play and be like, pitch. remember that one time exactly. that we knocked each other out fighting on. Exactly. On the like they played the cards right after that and drank, yeah. you know, drank yeah. bourbon or whatever yeah. they drank and left. But like, I feel like steel wrestlers still like kind of. That's kind of their jam. Like they'll fight, yeah. and I've talked to a bunch of them about it. Like, yeah, we'll just we'll. Re- well, they only fight their kind because nobody else had nobody right mind with fighting those fu- yeah. freaking guys. No, I mean, no hell shit. no. So when I book steer wrestlers on live with Lucia, I always that's the only group that I go. Hey, do you get along with X? <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, like before I bring you. Can guys I start up, any shit? <laughs> no. On I'm this a, talk no. show, please. No, no, no. It's televised, so That's I don't want to start anything. What do you think about Hunter Cure? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Great welcome guy. back to Tell Cowboy Mafia. We just got the. <laughs> We're talking segment. about travel tendencies. Uh, uh, so, so, what do you listen to like, yeah. when you're when you're traveling? Ooh, do you listen to podcasts, music? I change it up. Obviously, we're traveling up and down the road quite a bit, and mm-hmm. I listen to. I'm a huge music fan, have been forever. Um, what kind of music do you listen to personally? Um, What's your jam? My jam. Um, I, I'm my Spotify. I have about f- five playlists. Okay. Um, if I had to pick them from one to five, um, my rock and roll. It's gonna be my go-to. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, I love really my my Led Zeppelin. My yep. mo- my Motley Crue. Um, so that's what gets your like going. It doesn't even get it like I mean yes it does but that's just the music I truly genuinely love listening so to. So if you were to tell a terrible music director in San Antonio <laughs> what to play, Lainey's not in here. When you're in the bucket <laughs> shoot, what what what's what's your hype song? What do you, what do you want to hear when you're in the bucket shoot? I'm Barracuda is my kind of my hype. Barracuda, song. yeah, heart, yeah, heart. Okay, yeah, I'm, I like I'm, a little heart. I'm the Barracuda Barry man. That's safe for a self yeah. song during the team roping. No, or the calf roping. No. They throw their hands up. Ooh, Barracuda. No, it's the beginning. Barracuda. The beginning of Barracuda. And ever since I was a little kid, I've always thought that was the, like the the intro of Barracuda is like it's legit. I it, like and it. and I think um, I mean for for a chick to be singing that song is pretty ooh pretty bitchy. Barracuda. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, I got you. Like yeah. I got you. And uh, and then you know after that, obviously I'm a huge Texas country. Okay. Music listener. Yep, yep, um, yep. Uh, starting with uh, the Turnpike Troubadours. Oh, man. Hey, and I'm going to listen to them tomorrow night here in San Antonio. Yeah. 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 That's going to be awesome. And then yeah, I'll, we're going to be up in the old The, the list yeah. goes yeah. on. Yeah. Colt Moore and the Clever Few. Um, I mean, Reed Southall. I mean, all the good tunes. Never. Um, I just discovered him two days ago. He did. I'm he such did. Colt Moore or? No, Reed Southall. Oh, Reed, yeah. So Never good. Heard he's him. from Oklahoma. Um, oh, so my good. God. Oh, he's badass. I've, I've met him a couple times. He's a rad dude. So good. Um, I could. I have such, my. I don't even remember how many songs I have, and I, I listen to all the good Texas country music. Um, I who's, call your, it, who's your favorite Texas country guy? Uh, probably Colton Moore. Okay. Probably Colton Moore. Yeah. Colton Moore is yeah. damn good. Um, and the list just goes on and on and on and on. And uh, I'm a big Charlie Crockett fan. Is as far Charlie he, Crockett's cool, man. Charlie he's Crockett's cool. bringing back hey, the old. Yeah, shit. yeah. That guy's yeah. that guy's my guy. And he's I love awesome. like Coulter Wall and yeah and all those guys. My man. name uh, is Bob Fudd. Yes. I love that man. So good. And uh, Ryan and I've been a Ryan Bingham fan for since I was 
in high school. Obviously, yeah. he's like one of those guys. I've, I went out the first time I saw him at Billy. I snuck into Billy Bob's to see him <laughs> whenever, whenever I was pretty young. And and I remember they're not. It was like a Wednesday night, and there was like nobody there. That's nuts. And Bingham is just, I mean, giving it his all, killing, giving it, it yep. his all. And I'm just like. 14 years old, front row. You were 14, maybe 15. I couldn't drive. I know I couldn't drive. I I had I had I I had a girl meet me and and take me over there to the concert. Of course. Okay, subtly tell me you're a badass. Snuck into the concert, and and this was after he had roped at Northside, and I thought that was the coolest thing. You know what I mean? And I remember being there, and they're just not. And I was like, man, this guy's gonna be huge one day, and now he's. Yeah. yeah. So I'd always liked Ryan Bingham. And you were you witnessed this. You witnessed my transformation. I'd always liked Ryan Bingham. Yep. He played last year, the last performance in San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched his whole concert. It was him and a fiddle player. That's it. Yep. Yep. It was the most incredible concert. I agree. I was here. It when he sang Hallelujah. That's my favorite song. That's my favorite song too. Yep. Yep. I can actually play a guitar pretty good. Can we got you? one. Yep. We, we got, literally yeah. we have got a one. guitar. Yeah, I can't play that. Maybe another podcast. But, okay, yeah. But I can play that. But that was sure. it was just incredible that a singer could emit emotion out of me. Yes. There's 20,000 people there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, He's I mean, a badass. And, it, and, and I actually, when he got done playing, this is how many people were there. Because uh, could you imagine now? Like He played at Billy Bob's yeah. two weeks ago. And Janie Johnson, yep. my landlord, she went to it with her parents, and she said it was the most like insane people you everywhere. You say Jamie Johnson, Janie. The singer? Oh, Janie, Janie, like Janie, Janie. Jo- Clint our Johnson's daughter, Janie. Yeah. Janie Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, I couldn't believe how many people were there. Whenever I was there watching him, I got all the way up to the front of the stage, and I knew it was, he was playing his last song, and it was Hallelujah. Oh. And, he, and he played it, finished with Hallelujah, and then I just said, I asked him for his guitar pick. And he reached down and grabbed his song list and signed it and oh, handed shit, me his cool. song list with his guitar pick. And that, you know, will, that will be on eBay in two weeks. That is yeah. so cool. Make sure you... You know what happened to me? Uh, Daryl Singletary, who passed away, he actually did the same exact thing to me in Las Vegas when he was playing. Signed his set list. Super cool. I uh, I one time <clears throat> knocked Nelly at a hooey party. Before That's not I, bad. When I, That's I, pretty I cool. Introduce What's that, bro? <laughs> I don't have a near as of cool. I, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to feel like I'm part of the group. Yeah, you're you guys not, have, though. It's okay. You guys have platinum okay. record. We're good. Record guys awesome. giving you freaking uh, song list signed. I guess if I had to go after that route. So, and I, I'm not ashamed to save us on my Spotify. So, because I created this whenever Spotify like came out. So, like I did my <laughs> I did my playlist via emoji. Oh, shit. <laughs> swear to God. Swear to God. My rock and roll playlist, like, in, I mean, and I've been told by other people that follow me on Spotify, this is one of the greatest rock People playlists. follow you on Spotify? That's yeah. a thing? That's oh, a yeah, thing. Dude. And I, I don't really, I don't really know how That's that works. That's incredible. But, but um, and Bill Tudor, one of the nicest guys in Pro Rodeo. He is. He follows me on Spotify. One of the good guys. He loves my playlist. So, so the 100s emoji? Yeah. That's my rock and roll playlist. You bet. And then my, um. My all my like just the songs that you like, yeah. Because I have, I'm and I guess this is where my organizational, organizational, organizational skills yeah, started. Um, every song that I like, press the heart button. That's okay. all my like country, Texas country. So, music. what's your Spotify handle? I think it's just Leighton Berry. I mean, oh, okay, it could be Leighton. Spell underscore it out Barry. one time. Uh, L e i g h t o n, possibly underscore L-E-I-G-H-T-O-N. maybe not. B e r r y. There we go. Berries. Um, yeah. 
Leighton Berries. Leighton Berries. Hello, uh, Leightons. And so every song, if I click the the like button, yeah. some people will just click the like button, and that's their whole, they only have one playlist. Right. Okay. I, can't, I can't go from, like, Ryan Bingham to Kevin Gates. I can't no. do it. Yeah. It's just, no, it just messes with my head. I can't do it. Um, every song that I like is all my Texas country music, because that's the stuff that I've been listening to, obviously, since I was a little kid. Yeah. Got into rock and roll when I was in junior high. Um, that's definitely my jam. Like I said, that's if I had to listen to one genre of music for the rest of my life, it'd be rock and roll. Rock and roll. Um, yeah, until I die. And it's crazy to think that that genre of music is technically dead. But no, it's mm, not. Let's not let's no, not. it's not. Mm. It's too good. It's it's dead, but it's not. Well, it's dead, the, but it's not. The era that you it, love it lives is forever, gone, but yeah. but but the era it's evolved. Recreating era, that now. Yeah. yeah, no, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Happening. The era is yeah. dead. Um, all the greatest bands of rock and roll history that they they died in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, I agree. Um cocaine. Oh, other than yeah, AC, it happened. ACDC. <laughs> yeah. And um and then my check mark emoji. Now that's all my rap music. And I'm not a, mm. and any more these days I don't I I do enjoy rap music when I work out. Yeah. And but I'm like I can't do the little Uzi vert. Mm. I can't do the the whiny like can't really understand. Yeah. I can't yep, do yep, that. Yep. I'm 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 still your 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 Biggie Smalls, your Tupac. Tupac so yeah. again, the yep. generation. And, and if I had to go with as far as anybody newer, it would be like your J. Cole, your Kevin Gates. I mean, the Drake. guys that that kind of have like a little like I can understand what they're sure. saying. They have like I'm a Drake guy. I yeah, like, I like uh, it's yeah. Hard, who yeah. doesn't like Drake. That's you know the only mean? Drake and Posty are my yeah. two. And Lil Wayne. I mean, Mac, you can't beat the goats. Mac Miller. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, so I, I've I've struggled getting into that, but um, we are running out of time. So yeah. Brad, I want you to ask one final question. I have one final question. It is musically related. Um, so you go ahead, Brad. Unless you want me to go. You Fire go first. Away. Okay. Tenth round of the NFR. Tenth round. Okay. Bluetooth speakers turned on. Mm. You're in the you're in the locker room with the top fifteen bareback riders in the world on the planet. Yeah, hands down, some of the best yeah. athletes in the world. You're number one in the world. I'm manifesting this for you because I believe it. I see it. I know it. It'll happen. It's gonna happen with yeah. with your your mindset, your ability. What's the song you're playing right before you step out there? Well, before I answer that question, uh, just for anybody that doesn't know, when Tom Noons comes in the locker room. Tom Noons is the, is the shoot boss for the National Finals Rodeo, for anybody yep. who doesn't know. And and has been for a long time. Yep. I think he has a jacket This is 29 times. Yeah, that guy's... About to be... He's been it, there since it, Who knows how long that'll go. He was at the 1959 when, in the far <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he, we love you, Tom. When he walks in the locker room, and, uh, you know, we're all kind of jamming out to our, our tunes and taping up, and he yep. walk, walks in. Yeah, they're loaded, boys. We turn on uh, ACDC's Thunderstruck. Okay. that's That's been a tradition for... I really? Don't, I don't know how long. That's cool. I could not say for how long, but as soon as... That's the, that's the tradition. Tom walks in, there, tells us the horses are loaded. Oh. We play Thunderstruck. And this is like... I'm getting we're done, we're done taping up. I can pick like most During the Thunderstruck song, most of us are like putting our vest on, our shaps, yeah. or whatever, fixing the walk. We walk out to that, and then we leave it up to usually... Um, probably Cody Kid to turn it yeah. down or whatever, and because we don't turn the music down, and you walk out to it at a level. But the guys... one song that if I, if I were to close my eyes and lay in bed and picture, yeah, that it would be Live Wire oh, by ACDC. 
Oh, okay. Not I do love no. Live Wire by Motley Crue. Lot the be, the the beginning of Live Wire of ACDC. You bet. I wish we could play it right now. You bet. It. it I the, mean, we can pause that's it. A, that's a good jam. Yeah. Do you have? Do you have your computer? Not on me. Oh it's, it's, it's just, I mean, anybody who's listened to that you song, bet. you could picture yourself doing anything super badass yeah. to that song. That's cool. I mean, what and you do is somewhat superhero-esque. We celebrate noble. superheroes. Noble. Uh, noble. Noble's a word Too for it. Word. But we celebrate, we celebrate and we watch and we are all, most of the America and the world are, are fans of superheroes. Yep. Because they do extraordinary things. That's why I think rodeo is getting, and I'm, I'm going to go back deep again. That's why I think rodeo and the cowboy are gaining popularity again because people are seeing the superhero-like traits yeah. yep. that are in cowboys that do it every day. Absolutely. Yeah. And not to be Absolutely. pandering or whatever, but legitimately You're not wrong. the stuff that cowboys, not just rodeo cowboys, but everyday cowboys, and people have gotten a taste of it or rather reminded of it from Yellowstone and different things like that, mm-hmm. of what that being a cowboy means Hater, love it. and is. Yeah. It's superhero-esque. That's why I love rodeo and do what I do. Best and I feel like job I ever had. It is, period. And that's why I'm such a fan of rodeo and the athletes of it, because it's like... What y'all do, if you wrote it out on paper and said, okay. It's incredible. It's, it doesn't make sense on paper. However, in life, and when you show up to the pearly gates, after you've mm-hmm. breathed your last breath, you lived a full life. Preach it. It's the best damn job I ever had. And Preach I'm it. I'm putting my mic down. Boom. Do it. Well, fans, Brad, you got anything else? I think we got to end it right there. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, Brad Narducci, Anthony Lucia, of course, our guest, Leighton Berry, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for, for sharing. You, Thanks, Leighton. You were phenomenal. And yeah, uh, awesome. make sure you stay tuned. More podcasts coming every single time you click on anywhere you can find podcasts. You can find Cowboy Mafia also. Make sure you stay tuned for all of our great merchandise being released soon. And it's just going to be popping from top to bottom. If you remember nothing else that you saw or heard on this podcast, remember this. Be thankful for the ones beside you. Be thankful for the God above you and be thankful for the life before you. I'm Anthony Lucia. That's Brad. That's Layton. Talk soon. Godspeed. God bless. Good night, everybody.